Hey guys, it's Faith. We just have all kinds of bonus podcast episodes for you guys this week. I just finished a really great coaching call for the Do Less Make More live event. And I wanted to go ahead and post it on the podcast because I felt like it would be really helpful for you guys to have. We talked about all kinds of different things from procrastination to business strategy, knowing what to sell. We covered lots of ground, so I'm sure there will be lots of things in here that will be useful to you if you are an online business owner or you want to have an online business. I do coaching calls like this every single Tuesday inside the Becoming Boss Mastermind where we get on Zoom. You can talk to me about anything keeping you stuck, anything you need help with, and I really, really love them. They're probably my favorite thing that we offer in there. I think that it's very valuable to have someone that will actually talk to you about what's going on with your business. The Becoming Boss Mastermind is open right now. We have our biggest bonus package we've ever offered as well as an extended six-month payment plan, and it is available until Thursday at midnight. So if you want to take advantage of that, definitely don't wait. Go ahead and jump on it, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the coaching call. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? Let's see. I'm going to turn off my little notification so my ADHD brain doesn't break (laughs) during this coaching. We just did a call, a really good coaching call in the mastermind earlier. It's like super mega coaching day for me. I've been on Zoom all day, but I'm excited to talk to you guys and talk to some people I don't usually talk to. It'll be really fun. Maybe I'll meet some new new people, see some old returning people. Mm. Let me wait for everybody to get on. I'm going to give them like a minute, but I'll just give you guys an overview. And since you guys are here early, if you want coaching, if you want to talk to me, you can talk to me about anything in your business. It can be like, I try to post and I just don't know what to say, or I want to have a business. I don't know where to start or no one's buying my product or literally anything. I coach all the time, online business owners, anything, probably any problem you have. I've coached people on it, I would say at this point. So if you want coaching, you just go to reactions on the bottom of your screen and then click the raise hand button. And it puts like a little raise hand, like emoji on your, above your little face. So I know you want coaching. And since you guys are here early, I would just be brave and do it now to get your place in line. <laughs> so don't wait till the end. Cause I might not have time to get to you. And I'm going to do as many people as I can in an hour. And we have to have people to coach or, and the rule is the mastermind will tell you, I have to have people to coach or I end the call. So make sure if they make sure when are you go after I'm done with, I'm going to get Maggie in a second and then I'll get somebody, whoever gets brave and raises their hand after her. I'll do that. What else do I need to say about coaching? We're obviously recording this call. It'll probably go in the VIP portal for the VIP ticket holders in case they couldn't come live. It'll probably get put in the replay portal for the mastermind. So, you know, don't say anything on a recorded Zoom call you don't want on the internet. What else? What else do we need to know about coaching? We do these coaching calls all the time. What is this? I'm getting like weird notifications. We do these coaching calls all the time in the mastermind. I kind of wanted to give you guys an idea of what the coaching calls are and what they're like. I think it's hard to imagine why you would need them if you've never been in one, but I coach every Tuesday. I rotate my times between 12 p.m. and 7 p.m. So one week I do noon and the following week I do 7 p.m. Eastern. And 
it's a time for you to come if you need help in your business. So you're never by yourself or trying to just figure things out, or you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, if you get stuck, just come talk to me. Right. And if you can't come live to the coaching calls, we also have ask faith where you can put your questions in the form and I'll do that, do it that way. So the idea of the mastermind is you never have to stay stuck. You can go in the Facebook group and talk to everybody in there. You can come on zoom. You can talk to me. You can go on the Facebook Q and a, you can put your question in there. You can go to the co-coaching calls. You can go to a workshop. You can go to co-working. Like it's a support system, right? Yes. We have business strategy. Yes. We have mindset training. Yes. We have training. Trust me. It's more training than you'll ever need. But I think what makes our program so different is the level of support we offer at the price point. Okay. Let's get to it. I'm just going to go ahead and go straight through. Those of you guys that don't know me, my name is Faith Mariah. I am a certified life co life coach, weight loss coach. I have over 10 years of social work experience and over seven years of experience in full-time online marketing. What else? I swear, if you have kids, please put your earbuds in, okay? I think that's that. Everybody good? And we're, we'll just do as many people as we can in an hour. Maggie's the only one with her hand up. If nobody raises their hand besides Maggie, we'll end the call. But I hopefully you guys will get brave. I'll be nice. I won't bite. I promise we can talk about anything, planning your products, your launches, anything. Okay, Maggie, what do you got? Hey, I am so, so excited to be here and talking to you. Thank after you for raising your hand. You saved the call. <laughs> yes, after seeing you at the summit, uh, Liz's summit, I love, love. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, I love, yeah, I love Liz. Yeah, I can begin to tell you how much I love your presentation. So it was the kick that I needed. The question that I have, I am not doing any courses or VIP days or anything like that. I okay. am focusing on digital products, on creating workbooks, link magnets, price sheets, pitch decks. Those are the things that I'm focusing on. So a lot of that information that's in the group, I'm not really sure how to apply. Yeah, I got you. Because I'm not doing any of those courses or anything like that. It doesn't matter. It's the same. I'll help you. Okay, so you're going to sell... Here, let me, I'm going to write this down. So what's like your highest, give me like your top kind of couple things that you sell. What are like your top selling things? It's the workbook for creators. Workbook. Okay. Yes. It's a Canva so, template. Right. So the framework I teach is like one thing to sell. Oh, you guys can't see this. One thing to sell. So your thing is like a workbook, yes. right? And then one, why can I not get this in frame? <laughs> there we go. One thing to sell. So here's your one thing. What's the price point on this? $49. $49? Yes. Okay. You've got to have one way for people to find you. So how are people going to know that you exist? How would I come into your world and know the workbook exists? It's three places. So it's Pinterest, which is where I, I focus a lot. And then Facebook. And then the last thing is the list that I have. Okay. So I'm going to put Pinterest in email. I'm not going to put Facebook down on your lead gen because Facebook doesn't have organic reach. So Facebook is only going to show anything that I create to people that already know me. It's not going to show it to people that don't know me. Unless you're doing like stuff in groups, are you, 
getting new people off of Facebook or is it people that already follow you? I am getting a lot of people from different groups that I'm in. Okay. So you're posting like information and then they're coming and following your page. Yes, that's correct. So, so what we got on your legion? But for most of you guys, unless you're doing groups, I just want to make sure that everybody understands because there's a lot of like new people and stuff, right? So uh, if you guys just post something on your personal page or your business page, that is only going to people that already have followed you. It's not going to bring any new potential people to you, right? So the only way you can really get leads on Facebook is like posting in other people's groups and then those people come to your page and follow you. But we'll put this for you since you're doing groups, we can put Facebook on your lead gen. So here's your lead gen strategy, right? Uh-huh. And then you got to have a way to nurture people. I teach nurture as like you need to get them results ahead of time, prove you know what you're talking about, help them for free. How are you doing your nurture content? So that's the cross of the problem. My, I have a really large list. But mm-hmm. that list, I built it on Pinterest. So I have over 33,000 on my list. Okay. And it was based on Pinterest. And now I am moving away from Pinterest and going into digital. So I'm going to segment that list and nurture them to go into the digital part of it. Okay. So you're going to segment your list. And then how are you going to get them results ahead of time before they buy the workbook? And what results are we going to get for them? I'm going to go back to the results that they got when they were into the Pinterest coaching program on building email lists. So that that was the successful part of it. Does that set you up to sell the workbook? In a way, it does, because in order for you to post on Pinterest with the live that Pinterest have going on right now, they can use the workbook as a lead magnet. Okay. So they're, so I'm a little bit confused about they're going to use the workbook for the lead magnet. So they're buying the workbook and reselling it. Like No, like, they're using the workbook as a lead magnet because most of them are either fashion bloggers, makeup artists, and so on. So they're going to have a lead magnet on their website. So oh, they they're going to, it's like a template for them to make their own workbook. Yes. That's I correct. see. I see. Sorry. Okay. No, no, you're good. I just, I've had a long day too. My brain is like kind of like mashed potatoes. So we're going to do Pinterest, Facebook, email, and then you're doing your nurture content. You're doing, tell me one more time. What is what is the, what are they getting for free? Well, how are you helping them for free before they, they buy this? I am going with, with that list. I am going to continue showing them how they can build their list very quickly by using the workbook as a lead magnet to get people to their website. I see. And you're going to do that with a weekly workshop or with the email or with what, how are you going to teach them that? With the email, but I'm going to incorporate the workshop that you suggest in the training. This is all good. I think this is all a good strategy. So where are you stuck? You think? And then we're going to do email with the weekly work mini workshop. My issue right now is I feel the drudgery of going to that large list and segmenting. Okay. <laughs> so when you think when you think about going to segment that list, mm-hmm. when you, I'm, if I were like, okay, you have to go do it right now, what's your first thought that comes in your brain about that list? Oh my God, I don't have time. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my God, I don't have time. This is good. Who else has that thought? Y'all put a one in the chat if you have the thought. Oh my God, I don't have time. We're going to talk about this. Okay. This is one of my favorite things to coach people on. I love this. Yeah, look at that chat. <laughs> Everybody's like me. <laughs> right? So, so we have the thought. Oh my God. I don't have time. And then how do you feel when you guys think that you guys can all do this? Cause we all have this thought, right? Maggie's not the only one. I don't have time. I coach online business owners all the time on this. So when you think I don't, and Maggie, when you think, oh my God, I don't have time. When you think that thought in your brain, how does it feel in your body? Give me like a one word emotion. You feel overwhelmed. You feel anxious. You feel mad. What do you feel? When you think uh, anxiety in my stomach. Okay. So we feel anxious, like anxious, anxiety. Okay. When you are thinking, oh my God, I don't have time. And you're feeling anxious, right? When you're yeah. specifically feeling that feeling, what would I see you do? If I were like following you around like a weird little stalker, what would you be doing? I'll be going to the list, looking at it, thinking about how I'm going to cut this in half, then start thinking about how I'm going to scrub it. Then I will be going to somewhere to see if I can hire somebody to come and do it and get a quote. Okay. And then did you hire <laughs> it out yet? No, because no, we're just researching, right? Who does the yes. procrastination via researching? <laughs> Yes, right. Was... So we're we're procrasta researching is what, what that is, right? You all do you all do procrasta working, procrasta researching, procrasta course hoarding, like all of that, right? So we do some procrasta working, procrasta researching, right? And it's we're looking at the list and we're scrolling it and we're like researching. Maybe somebody can just do this for me. And when we're doing all of that, when we're thinking that thought, oh my God, I don't have time, or we're feeling anxious and we're doing all the procrastin procrasti work things that we all tend to do, what does the end result of that end up being for you? What does that end up creating altogether? Oh, I start looking at the quotes and start thinking, well, maybe I can use that money somewhere else more efficiently. <laughs> yeah, but ultimately I think what you end up creating with all of this is like you wasting your own time. Yes, I do. Right. So we end up like, this is, I love coaching on time because it always ends up like this. We always are like, your, your thought ends up in your result line. And I just want to write this one out. Waste your own time. Right? The result is like you create less time because we're being very inefficient with the time that we don't have. And this is not like you, this is just like what our brains end up doing. But anytime I see like this kind of thought, um, oh my God, I don't have time. I have too much to do. There's not enough time. I'm so overwhelmed. It always ends up creating the results of less time. What would you have to think to be able to get that done, to be able to just segment that list? Or to just hire it. You could also just make a decision to hire it out, right? I end up thinking, well, I, I can build another list. I can do it very quickly in less than a week. So <laughs> yeah. Why don't you do that? Why don't you make a decision to do that though? Then I go back and I'm like, well, I really want to launch this very quickly. So it's better for me to hire it out. And I love then... it. It's, well, I want to be very quickly. So I'm going to, I want to get this done very fast. So I'm going to keep being very slow. 
<laughs> yeah, it's wanna, a vicious cycle. We just have to make a decision about what you want to do, right? But what I'm curious about, and I'm going to help you make a decision. We're going to make the decision on the call, right? But I'm curious about why is your brain keeping you stuck in this loop? Like, why have we not just hired this out or just segmented the list or started a new list? Why have we been like, why are we kind of stuck here in this weird, this little cycle you think? What, mm -hmm. is, what do you think this is really about? It's really about trying to stay focused and organized. Yeah. And when I do all this, I realize that I'm not really as focused as I should be. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, right? Because sometimes we have these, I call them like sneaky thoughts. We have thoughts that we think are very useful to us, but a lot of times they're like tricky. They'll turn on you when you're not paying attention. So for you guys, a lot of things like some of the common ones I see related to this are like, I want to be very efficient. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to have to redo work. Right. And those thoughts feel like very good to us. It's this feels very useful to me. I'm being, it's going to make me more efficient. But when you write it out for most of us, uh, sometimes that will be useful, but eventually a lot of those thoughts will turn on people. And what will happen is it makes you indecisive. It makes you scared to make a move because you're like, well, I don't want to pick the wrong one and waste my time. And then you end up wasting your time being indecisive. Right. Because we could have made a decision about this when it first came up and just been done with it. Right. Right. That's where when you mentioned the bridge thought, yeah, it was like a kick in the flash pan. I was right. like, oh my God. <laughs> well, this was asking you what this is really about. And I'll tell you, like, my hunches and what I hear from people, just from coaching a lot of people, this is just a total guess. It's not based on anything you said. But if I had to guess, a lot of times when I see people stuck on stuff like this, they have kind of a thought error that's I need to do it the right way. And if I get this right, then my business will work and things will be easy and good. And if I pick the wrong one, it's all going to be hard and annoying and bad and potentially not profitable. And I'm always telling the mastermind, I'm like, there's no right or wrong, right? There's just kind of like picking something and seeing what happens and testing it and adjusting as you go and being slow. But I'll tell you all of you that are new entrepreneurs and you have a big list, like you, I'm sure you have, you know, some experience in this. It's very rare that somebody just comes in and they pick the perfect course platform and the perfect email platform and the perfect target market and the perfect marketing and they get all of it right. It's you guys are gonna have to redo some work and remake decisions right and then the other thing is like people agonize over like email platforms i want to pick the perfect one i don't want to waste time in the future i want to make sure i do all my research but i'm like in a year there's going to be all new email platforms so as much as you guys research like <laughs> whatever you decide to do now you might have to redo as far as your your thing right now so there's hiring it out right Right. There's segmenting the list yourself. What's your email platform? I am using MailerLite. You should just, well, I don't, does MailerLite not have tagging? Is that the issue? They do, but when I started with them, they didn't have it. So now that they have updated, I would have to go through the whole list. You should, you should be that. able to just select all of them. You shouldn't have to manually do each one. I don't, I haven't used MailerLite in a long time, but like of all, like we just did this with my list because I'm starting another business that's launching later, hopefully this year, please God, <laughs> it's just taking forever. It feels like to get this business off the ground. 
but we, we have two different tags and we just went in and we tagged my whole list, but we didn't do it one at a time. You just tag everybody all in one go. Yeah. Unfortunately, at the time when I started with them, it's just one list that has this gigantic. Oh, so you list. have them all mixed together and you have to go yes. pull them out. Yes. I would just like self-segment them. So this is what I would do. And you don't have to do this, but this is just maybe an idea you haven't thought of. I would see, I would send an email that's, are you interested in this or are you interested in that? What is your, what are your two email lists that are all together? Well, the, the one for Pinterest, I have, it, it's general Pinterest. And then the other one is for email nurturing with Pinterest. Do so, they have to be separate? Well, the the one for nurturing for the email list with Pinterest is a different type of target market. Okay, so you want to do them separately. Well, what I'm trying to do is combine them into different segments. So yeah. I can move them into the digital template part of it. I just so, wonder if maybe we, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to trust your assumption that it needs to be segmented. Okay. I'm just going to go with that, but I don't personally, like, I'm not, not sure that they have to be segmented. And if they don't have to be segmented, it, it would be a pain in the ass. I personally, I would just not do it. I don't do things in my business that are a pain in the ass, unless it's like, this is really going to impact our money and our bottom line and, or like my customer experience in some profound way. Otherwise pain in the ass things. I just, I just don't do them. <laughs> so, okay. So, because, I mean, okay. so this sounds, I mean, it, but if it had to be segmented, the other thing I was going to say is what you can do is email them and have them click which one they want. Right. So you can send an email that's, Hey, I'm going to be teaching new content related to this topic. If you're interested in getting those emails, click here to opt in and set up the link. So it tags them on the back end. I you think that's the best option because yeah. one list has 33, the other list has 15. And I looked at it and I, I, I just want to cry. Um, yeah. But I think I think this is this is the best solution of having them go in and yep. up themselves into the new list. Yeah, and I would just say list. I'm going to be teaching this and that. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. If you want that info, click here and that and set up that link so it tags them themselves. So I would have them tag themselves, and you can even put it on the bottom of your newsletter in like a PS if you want for a little while and get keep getting them to tag themselves. Yes. Thank you so much. That is the best solution because. Okay. But listen I, to me, your brain is going to be confused about this. You feel really good right now. Cause you're like, Oh, that's what I'll do. But this is what I want you to just listen one second. Okay. You're thinking like, Oh, this is the best solution. How does that feel when you think this is the best solution? I actually feel excited because okay. we're like, this is the best feel... solution. We feel yes. excited. Yes. Your brain, when you sit down to do this is not going to want to keep thinking this is the best solution. What is it going to want to think? Oh, uh, it's a drudgery. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I don't know if it'll work. Maybe I should hire someone. What if there's a better way? It's going to offer you all that. All of, we already know. I'm like, just come, just plan ahead. Okay. Your job, listen, your job, if you want to get this done, you have to keep thinking this is the best solution. That's your thought. This is the best solution. Your brain's going to be like, well, what about this? And I don't know about that. You got to be like, no, this is the best solution. <laughs> you have to redirect your brain to that thought. This is the best solution. Yes. 
and you I'm be going in charge to- of this thing. This brain that you have is going to keep dragging you back into confusion land. And your job is to get it out of confusion land. When you start spinning like that and you're stuck, I need you to get in the driver's seat and be like, nope, this is the best solution. We're just going to see what happens. I'm just going <laughs> to do it this way. I'm just going to do it this way. Okay. Okay. I'm going to use the bridge method that you thought. Perfect. Uh, right. It's very, even if there's a better way, this is what yeah. I'm doing right now. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be using that. Oh, this has been so phenomenal for me. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. You got it. Let me know how it goes. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Let me get Nona Ray. Nona Ray, can you talk? Yeah. Hi. Hey. It's so good to see you. You too. What can I do for you? I don't even know. I okay. Like I want coaching, but I don't even know what I want to talk about. I don't know. I was on your the call yesterday, and I thought that that was really cool. Awesome. Everything in there. I'm gonna try implementing the the business plan for sure. Perfect. With the workshops and everything. I, I don't know. I think you're good. I think you might just be good. Okay. <laughs> Okay. okay. If you think of something, let me know. Okay. okay. I'll come back to you. Okay. Cool. Let me, yeah. You guys don't always have to get coaching. You're like, I need it. <laughs> I don't know what I need. <laughs> but I well, like you might be good. Been a long time since I've been on a call anyway. So I was like, well, I know I'm happy they're here. Yeah. It's good to see you guys. It's good to see like people. I love seeing people like around still. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me know. Okay. I'm going to get Brenda and I can come back to you too. If you want to Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll raise my hand again. If I think of anything specific, it was great to see you. You too. I love you guys just want to hang out. (laughs) Brenda, what about you? You got a question or something you want help with, or you just want to tell me about your business? We can unsort you. I'm the, the first thing I went, you know, saw from you was yesterday and I thought that was really amazing. You know, the different ideas you had and everything. Um, I'm new. And so I don't know if it'd be better for me to just, you know, follow what you were saying in, in that session, or if I should join your program or. Well, tell me where you're at and I can tell you if you want. I, I've been doing the thing like, you know, stuck in the place. I I was trying to do notion, but then I never finish it. I never get myself to finish anything. And then I just start a new one. Like ADHD. Yeah. I have ADHD too. I feel you. I feel you. Right. So well, tell me about your business. What's going on with your, you have an online business. You're starting an online I don't, business. I don't, I'm starting it. I don't have anything. I don't have a product. Don't have a website. Don't have an email list or anything. Okay. We don't have in the mastermind, like step-by-step, like how to build a website, how to set up an email list. You have to be able to get that stuff up. What we have in the mastermind is I have a mindset program, which I think is very good. We have a whole decision-making module. I just coached Maggie on a little tiny piece of it. Right. And the coaching, like I was doing with her is the mindset program. So we do a lot of coaching calls like these, you get the mindset program. We have a lot of training on sales strategy, making lead magnets, lots of social media training, that types of stuff, but it might be, it might, it just, this is what I would say for you is if you think you can get your website and your email list stuff set up and then come join. I think that could be good, but I also don't want you to be on your own doing that 
if you feel like you need support, right? So I guess that's kind of the question I would ask. If I were you, I would ask myself, can I get the website up, get the email list up, get a couple things going and then come into the mastermind when we open it again and use the next mastermind as like the little deadline to get in. When are you going to open it again? We open it. I've been opening it more frequently lately. I'll be honest with you. I haven't planned out the rest of the year, but it won't be too long. It'll be like a couple months, maybe there'll be one. There's at least one every quarter. And sometimes I'll throw an extra one in if people are really wanting in. So we open it regularly, I would say. Yeah, my I could do it. Well, I've been more focusing on the part of getting a product, not focusing on the part of getting a website. So what would you recommend for doing that, for getting a website and that stuff? This is how I, I would recommend. Well, this is what I think you need to like make sales. What are you selling? I was going to do something in Notion, but you kind of turned it upside down with your presentation yesterday <laughs> saying that you you don't use it for like task to use asana so that that made me think oh well people in the I chat though were saying they people were saying they do use it for tasks though right yeah that was me saying <laughs> oh but um, <laughs> yeah there you go i mean I'm, I'm not saying i you know couldn't do that but yeah it just put another layer on it of well i could offer this type of thing too it doesn't have to just be like all business you know related it could be you know more creative and like what you were saying well I mean your, your yours was still business related but mm -hmm. it's more working with ideas not working with due dates type stuff it sounded like that's how I use it in my personal business but there's lots of people that use it all different ways right people what people really want is like a solution that works right and so I would say if you're gonna offer a product like in notion that's going to be for organizing or getting tasks done it's who can we, who are you going to offer that to? Do you have a target market of who you're going to sell it to? Since I haven't run a business before, I more relate to non-business type things, but. Yeah, um, no, you don't have to I, sell I'm, it to business owners. You can sell it to, it could be uh, law students. It could be dog owners. It could be, I don't know. It could be for anybody that has a lot of information they need to organize or feels overwhelmed. Right. So here's what I say to people when you when you guys are picking a target market, I'm like, you want to pick somebody, first of all, that has money, <laughs> sell to people that have money. I know that sounds very obvious, but a lot of you guys come to me and then you'll be like, my customers don't have any money. And I'm like, pick a different customer. <laughs> don't pick that customer. So pick a customer that has money and they want to spend it on organizing their to do stuff in Notion or they want to spend it on whatever you guys are selling. And who would that person be, you think? Yeah, that's the problem with Notion that people expect to get it for free. Uh, yeah, I mean, so you know. I know there are people making money selling Notion, but I would do the market research on that, just looking at are people willing to pay for it, right? And who, who would be willing to pay for it? I don't know because I haven't sold. I don't really, I just use it for myself, right? And I have one I gave to the mastermind, but we don't like market that or sell it as like a standalone product or anything. So I don't know if people would be willing to pay for it or not. The way you would find out is kind of looking around online and seeing are other people able to sell this product. And if you guys look around and no one else is doing what you want to do as a business, 
either you've discovered like the blue ocean and you're just going to make a bajillion dollars because no one else is in, you have no competition or what's more likely is it's a really hard market and there's tons of competition and people aren't making that much money in it. I don't know with the notion templates, if people are buying them, like my thought is if you had a good enough brand and you were niched down enough that you probably would be able to market it and make money, but you would have to be, your templates would have to be really good. Your marketing would have to be really good. That's like my, and I'm just guessing that's not based on any market research. Okay. That's just like, you know, based on a lot of assumptions. What do you think? I was thinking of having a YouTube channel where like I could answer people's problems and, you know, then that would drive people. But then eventually, you know, you could also say, you know, I'll answer some for free on the YouTube channel, but then you can also, you know, that doesn't guarantee that you're going to get your question answered, but then you could pay money, you know, to guarantee that you'd get your questions answered. I think you should just try it. Yeah. I think you should just try it. Do you, it sounds like you've thought about this a lot. Is that right? Yeah, but I I don't have a way to take emails or anything. But like I said, it sounds like I should be focusing on how to do the website and the emails, not necessarily on the product, because I can't do anything with the product if I don't have those, even if I had something. I would do the business model I did in the training last night. So I would literally just start on social media, on TikTok or Reels, and I would just start talking about how why notion is awesome and showing cool things you can do in it and i would do little mini tutorials and just start like that and then eventually they'll just follow your account eventually we can get a free your email is set up and get a freebie and then you can send them from your instagram or your tiktok onto that email list and we might not even need a website for you right now yeah i really like that idea of you know just posting what's going on and then people start following you. Yeah, I think that would be a really good way for you guys to start. And the reason I was telling you guys just do that, it's because it's going to get you started and get you some momentum, right? Because if we're like, oh, I got to make a product and then I have to make a website and then I have to make my email. What happens is you guys, it takes so long for you guys to start the business. It kind of never gets off the ground. That's what I've seen anyway. And so for you, I would just start an Instagram account or a TikTok account. And I would just start showing time saving. I would just talk about organizing and time saving and then sharing things you can do in Notion to save time mixed in with some other things that you can tips about maybe saving time or stuff too. But if you're wanting to make Notion dashboards that are like for tasks, if that's what you're wanting to sell, I would, you're not really selling a Notion dashboard, right? You're selling, getting out of overwhelm. You're selling time management, getting your time back that's really what you would be marketing. And so I wouldn't talk about that on my account about the more organized you are actually like the more time you get back, the less overwhelmed you are, the more time you can enjoy your life. And then you be the example of that on your account. Does that make yeah, sense? That would be my problem. Cause I'd be more like what you said, talking about organizing and not talking, they want to hear the benefit they're going to get, not you know, the other, part. but I think you can be yourself where you're like, I have ADHD and this stuff is hard for me. Here's the, some things I'm doing this week to stay out of yeah. overwhelm. And maybe, and it also maybe shows it'll be nobody. Go ahead. If, if nobody ever follows you, then, you know, there's no market and you really, <laughs> that's you've true. wasted some time, but you haven't wasted money hosting a website and all that stuff. You guys have but to be willing serves- to 
Yeah. You guys have to be willing to waste time as entrepreneurs. Like you have to, like you have to, I, even I, I have to go test stuff all the time and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but if you're not willing to test anything, you never know. And you're never going to figure out what works in a business. Right. And so I, yeah, I would just try it out. And it's like, how much time does it really take to pick up your phone and post something a couple of times a day? It shouldn't be taking you guys tons of time. And it's not really wasting time anyway, because even if you put out the business idea and nobody was yeah. interested in it, you still got in the habit of posting and learned some stuff yes. about what works and what doesn't. Preach it. Tell them, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Say it again. That's what I'm always saying, right? So I'm always saying in the mastermind, we're like, you're either getting the outcome you want and you're the result you want, or you're getting the lesson you need. That's it. Those are the only two outcomes there are in entrepreneurship. And so, yeah, I would, that's what I would do to start with is just start doing that posting. As far as joining the mastermind, like you guys can join the mastermind at any stage. We have very, very beginner people. We have people making over $10,000 a month, but we all are like, what we do is you make a 90 day plan. You come in, you make a plan, and then you just coach your thoughts in your brain and you follow your plan. And then you evaluate your results and you make another plan. And we just do that process all together. So it doesn't really matter what level you guys are at. It's more about, do you need the support where you are right now? Would you, do you think you would get further if there were coaches and calls you could go to and people to help you and somewhere to go to ask questions? Is, is that something you need or not? And that's just up to you. Some people do really well on their own. I personally don't. I like being in a community and having support. And that's why I created the mastermind the way that I did. And that's kind of what it's designed for. Does that help? Yeah, I think I think I'm somebody that needs support. Also, you know, it's accountability because somebody might be like, oh, so I gave you this idea and did it work? And then I'm like, oh, I didn't try their idea yet. I bet, <laughs> you know, and I was well, talking to somebody earlier and he said in his business, he now has a business for coaching people with ADHD. And yeah, he awesome. started by writing summaries of books and he hated writing them. And he hated, he hates reading and he hates writing, but then now he, in his, he, he uses what he did then in his business, you know, the concepts from the book and things. So stuff is not a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully I'll see you in the mastermind at some point. Okay. Let me know how okay, it goes. Thank you. Okay. You're Helpful. welcome. Yeah. Deidre, are you here? Am I saying that right? I am Deidre. Okay. Thank you. How are you? It's good to see you. I'm good. How are you? Hi. What can I help you with? You hanging out? Sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I would love some advice and just figuring out, I guess, how to move my business forward and everything. Look at so, you. Tell me what's going on. So right now I have a business called Mom's Blog 2. I have courses and digital products where we help moms start a blog. So okay. I'm trying to help moms start basically their blog from scratch and help them, you know, do it so that they feel like they're not overwhelmed. They don't have anxiety and just kind of get through, you know, all the mess that it is when you first start your blog. So yeah. I have a course and, you know, made it pretty much, you know, evergreen where I developed like an evergreen, like webinar and everything. So people go through that funnel to go through and then hopefully buy the course, mm -hmm. but I'm also looking at developing a membership because I wanted to get some more consistent income in. In other words, the webinar brings people in when I have a whole bunch of people coming in through like a bundle or an event, but then it kind of like, it gets quiet for a little while. Yep. And so I'm trying to make sure I get enough people to go through the funnel, but I thought a membership would be great because then you have that consistent um, you income. You know the conversion rate on your funnel? 
I don't know the conversion rate, but pretty much I think I've had once people come in, I think it's around like maybe two to five percent. It's not, you know, isn't that where it's supposed to be two percent or? Yeah, no, I well, what my thought is like that's the easiest problem to fix on a funnel, right? Because you can just put ads and put ads to the funnel and put as many people as you can just pay to put money in the funnel, right? So that would be something I would consider messing with if I were you. If you have something that you feel like I've tested it, I've optimized it, it it's kind of like as good as I think I can get it. I've put people through it. People are buying off of this thing. You might want to consider just like I'm saying, like when you're paying for ads, really what you're doing is you're just giving Facebook money to put people into your funnel, right? Okay. And you have, you have to make sure that you can get the ROI on that. But that's the first thing I, if I would consider if I were you, because if you get that to work, that's very, very scalable, right? The second thing about the membership, can you give me, can you give me an idea of like your audience size and the price point at all? Yeah. So that was one of the things I was considering is with membership was the price point. Cause I'm, you know, my audience is moms, you know, moms that yeah. are either want to work from home or they're working a full-time job, but they want to leave their job. So mm -hmm. I was trying to go for a price point where I've heard that you need to go higher, but then now I'm seeing a lot of low cost memberships that are doing well too. So I'm kind of like, well, do I go low cost? Do I do something in the middle or do I go high? So I think the first number I thought of was like $17 a month. But then okay. I was told you have to make it higher to really make more, you know, income, you know, for it to be maybe worth it. I mean, you don't have to make it anything. You just have to have more volume. Okay. So that's so what I'm that's saying. What, like, yeah. Part of it is like, what, what, what is your audience size and ish? And like, how many people are you getting each month? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, for instance, like for my email list, like right now I have probably have about like maybe 1300 on my email list. But I've never okay. um, actually pitched the membership to them before. Okay. Just sold the course and everything. Okay. What kind of money are you thinking you need to make a month from the I would love to make five thousand start, you know, starting out would be great. What's can somebody do math for me? What's five thousand <laughs> divided by I, I was the math major. <laughs> so. I can't do math at all to save my life. To see God, you guys think my dyslexia with the the writing is bad you should see my math it's really embarrassing so i'm not going to do that on camera but here i got my calculator so we're going to do 5000 divided by 17 that's 294 people off of okay. what did you say 1300 list mm -hmm. that's a lot for like your size now i don't know how hot that audience is right but i think it would be it it I think that would be hard for you to do with your audience size with the, and I'm just like basing that on like generic math. Okay. It doesn't, okay. Mm -hmm. that does not mean that I'm right. You guys, like, just so everybody knows, I'm just giving you like my best guess of what I've seen lately with everything happening, coaching a lot of people, looking at a lot of businesses that looks like hard math to me. What do you think? Yeah. I, that's what I was trying to figure out is look at the numbers, you know, like numbers don't lie. <laughs> well, yeah. So there's a couple things you can do here, right? So you can either sell at a higher price point, right? Or you can get a lot more volume. Okay. And so you just have to ask yourself which one you want to do and which one you think would be easier for you or which one are you more interested in doing, right? To get five, to get five, what did you say? What do we say? 5,000. 5, and and $5,000, 300 people. <laughs> My right. brain is like, <laughs> you know, we've probably... 
thinking about, do you think you could realistically triple this email list, double this email list? We would have to be making some pretty big volume moves. I think you could test it and then you would have the data because this is all like my best guess, right? If you have 1,300 people on an email list that are obsessed with you and love you and just buy everything that you offer, that's different, right? But just going off of generally what I see, it's harder and harder to sell off an email these days, right? That's what Mm -hmm. I see. So it just depends. So I'll give you like a couple, I'm just going to, I don't like often do this, but I'm just going to give you like a couple like pieces of advice as someone that has had a lot of memberships, right? So I have a multiple six figure coaching membership I run now. And then I also had a previous membership that also generated thousands of dollars a month before I ever had the coaching membership. So a majority of like my income has come from memberships. I often advise people not to do them. (laughs) The reason I advise you guys that way And you can take or leave this advice, okay? Just so you guys know, my business coach gives me advice all the time and I don't fucking listen because it's my business and I'm gonna do what I wanna do, okay? But you ask ask for my advice, so I'm gonna tell you. I, the reason I don't usually advise you guys go to memberships is you're, you're telling me you're like, you know, the launching and stuff is like hard. So it's, well, I want the reoccurring membership to like level that money out. And it makes sense. The problem is with the membership, it takes a lot more marketing because mm-hmm. you're basically marketing every month or every, however often you're opening it every quarter, every month, you're really marketing. Like we need new people in to grow. We need new people in, but you have to replace the people that leave every month. And mm-hmm. you have to also sell the people that are in there to stay another month. So it's like, we got to be planning things that are exciting and doing things and offering value all the time to the people that are already in there. So that's not like that reoccurring money just comes in the bank account, right? It's really, really selling that group every month of, hey, don't cancel. (laughs) Right. We're about to do a challenge. We're about to do a workshop. Y'all are about to get this. It's so fun in here. Like you got to stay here. (laughs) So you're really selling them every month to stay because nobody wants to pay you, pay us every month. Nobody wants another bill. I don't want another Another bill, bill, right? We don't want that. And so I think people underestimate the marketing because they're like, well, I sell them once, but then they're on a membership plan. So they stay, you'd be surprised for most people, depending on your content and what you're offering. But for most people, you'd be surprised how quick they are to cancel that subscription, Mm. right? You've really got to be actively marketing to them and selling them to stay. And at the same time, marketing and selling for new people. And the other thing that I see with memberships, having ran a couple, is there is more customer service stuff because people are on payment plans. Their cards are declined, right? They're, they get a new credit card. They forget to update it. Like they can't find their password. There's a lot, there's more customer service stuff, which isn't the end of the world, right? It's you can take that on and then outsource to a VA, especially if you are making money. But it is something to consider when we're thinking about, you're going to have to build this thing, make the content, market to the people that are already in there, sell to new people, do the customer service. And it's like, when we really look at all of that, do you have the capacity? And I don't know the answer because I have no idea what your life and situation is. But I think a lot of people go into the membership thing, wanting the reoccurring income, just thinking, well, I sell them once and then I get payments every month, not really actually seeing that whole picture of the extra marketing the extra customer service, the, that type of stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, so really just look at it again. It seems like what you're saying. <laughs> I, well, I'm just like, why don't you just launch the course you already have? Like, yeah, that's true. Are they just, you think your list is just tapped out? Is that what it is? 
Have we yeah, already well, just sold it to people. them? And it's- yeah. Well, I was trying to do a membership to have more hands-on help with my mm-hmm. mom. So that's why I was thinking, cause you know, the course you give it to them once and then, okay, they go through the course. But if it's hands-on help, you got to be charging for that. I don't know that $17 a month is enough. Right. That, and that was my dilemma because my course, you know, is like $97 for my course mm-hmm. and everything. But yes, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, if you're hands-on, if I'm doing like the weekly help, you know, the weekly Facebook lives, the Zooms, then yes, it would need to probably cost more than that $17 amount. I mean, it's just, you got to look at like your time, right? So it's, if it's worth it to you to do hands-on help, I mean, you can always launch it and see. Right. And mm-hmm. you can always like, like I'm saying, you guys aren't like married to this. I wouldn't offer a yearly plan until you are like, cause okay. you don't want to be giving people their money back and stuff. Right. But right. if it's just a month to month and you, it doesn't work, you can always just say, Hey, I'm going to go and go on and do something else. So you can always test it. Right. And that's usually what, if it's something that has been like percolating in your brain, I'm like, just <laughs> test it and see how it is and see how they like it. And if you really love doing it, Like, I love doing the mastermind. Like, this is not the fucking path of least resistance for money for me at all. Like, Mm -hmm. my ass is on Zoom with them for hours every week. Like, we do a ton of marketing. We offer a ton of extra stuff in there. I could very easily make a course and just sell it and be done, right? But I love it. I want to be there with them. I love the community. And so to me, this is the business I want. Like, not every decision in business has to be the most money as fast as possible. Right. Like right. I think for most of us, we're trying to do stuff that is meaningful to us. And so I think you just got to ask yourself, is this like something I really, really want? Is this like a passion project? Does, do I have the energy for it? Does it financially make sense? Right. Those are some of the things I would think about. Okay. That's but great I would, advice. I'll definitely think about it. And like you said, just kind of like, okay, look and see, does it match to what I'm able to do, what I want to do and everything. Yeah. Map it out. I would just be decisive. Right. So you can, what I always tell people is I'm like, either decide, yes, I'm going to launch it and put a launch date on and work backwards or decide I'm going to look at it in 90 days and stop thinking about it, but don't drag ideas for all of you guys. Don't like drag business ideas around. Cause it leaks your energy put your brain to work solving problems on your business that are going to make you money now, right? So thinking about maybe starting a membership or maybe writing a book or maybe launching a podcast and it's where we keep kind of kicking it down the future, that's never going to get you guys money in your bank account now. you got to solve problems that bring money into the bank account like this month when you're a business owner. And so I don't want you like spending a ton of time on this unless we're going to launch it. Then I'm like, let's launch it and do it and see, or let's just table it. But I would make the decision, like, I'll look at it. I do it 90-day planning, right? So I would be like, when we plan Q4, this will go on the Q4 evaluation list if we want to do the membership or not. But I need my brain right now solving problems that are going to put more money in the bank account, right? And I spend all my time solving problems that put money in the bank account. um, And then I put all of the, like, future someday things I might maybe want to do that my brain loves to think about on the list. And it's okay, we'll think about it later, brain. We're going to, I got it on the list. We don't need to think about it right now. So I don't want you, like, thinking about it. I want you to make a decision about it if you want to do it or not. And then just keep it moving. You know what I mean? The other thing you could mess with is, have you messed with any low ticket offers? I have some small, like, digital products that, yeah, I like $9, 17 $27. Yeah. But they're not bringing in the revenue that you're wanting? Yeah, I use them more for like lead magnets sometimes. I don't usually, you know, every now and then I'll launch them, but they're more for like lead magnets and stuff like that or for bundles or, you know, summits. I'll give them away for free. 
Let me ask you this. Do you think you have a product problem? Because you were trying to make, I'm imagining you're trying to make more revenue, right? That's why we're Mm -hmm. trying to add the membership. Do you think you have a product problem where we just don't have enough products? Or do you think you have a lead gen problem where we're not getting enough new people in? I think it's probably lead gen. Because when they go through the funnel, they, they purchase and they buy. But then I'm trying to figure out, well, how do I consistently keep them going through that funnel? You know, right now I'm pretty much waiting for a bundle or a summit every time. Because then once I get in those 100, 200s, they go through the funnel and then they buy. Have but you those, considered hosting your own bundles and summits? I am hosting a bundle actually in August. Yes. Oh, that's great. I, yeah. I think if I had to guess, not looking at your data, like I'm saying, a lot of this stuff I'm saying to you guys, I'm like, I'm just taking my best guess because I don't know you guys. But based off of this conversation, if I had to guess, I I would agree with you. I think you probably have more of a lead gen problem than a product problem. And so it's, yeah, you could make another product. Maybe you could make a $50 product to throw in there and launch out once in a while between the 97 and then bundle those small ones out and launch those out periodically. But if we don't have enough like fresh blood coming in and the audience is kind of tapped, it's not going to do what you're needing it to do. Right. And so looking at that lead gen problem where it's okay, I either need to host the bundle, I would host the bundle and see how that goes. Right. And what I have been able to do with our bundle and summit strategy, just so you guys know, we, I hired Kelsey and that's like her job. She's a VA, right? She works for me. She does, she goes and pitches people. She gets them all. She makes the landing page. She gets the graphics. She emails them their affiliate links. She does all of it. I do very, very little. Right. And then she logs her hours. These are the hours I spent getting speakers, making the pages, putting it all together. Obviously, I pay her every two weeks. Right. But when we have the event, it's this is the total amount of hours for the event. This is what I paid her over time to create that event. We make more than that off of the VIP tickets. Mm. So and then so. I'm getting paid to build my email list every time we do one of those events. So like off of the front end. I'm paying her, let's say I'm making this up, but let's say I pay her two grand. It's Mm -hmm. usually around that. I pay her two grand to put it all together. We make more than three grand off VIP tickets. And then anybody that goes into the mastermind or buys anything from me anytime ever in the future, that's just all cash positive. So I just want to offer that to you because I think sometimes people see bundles and summits and they think like that's too much work and it's not scalable. And I'm like, it's Mm. so scalable. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Right. We did one and we were cash positive and I was like, boom, gone, like off to the races. Like we've been doing them nonstop. And that's why, because it's like, I'm, I'm cash positive on the front end. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid. We are literally getting thousands of leads every time we do it. And I'm making money off of those VIP tickets, paying all of our expenses and making profit and then growing my email list for our next launch. And then if they're on the email list, they just get dropped into the launch in the future. So right. just, you don't know, saying you have to do that, but I just wanted to offer that to you so you can see how it could be like a really scalable way to get leads like if you get good at it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's great options. I'll definitely think about that again. Yeah, I'm hosting the bundle. It'll bring in, of course, like some new leads, like you said, and that may be something I could keep doing online. Yeah. The other thing I would say is, is that niche like unique enough? Is there another little twist we could put on it where it's, I know you're like doing busy moms with blogging, but I just wonder if there's a way to make it a little bit like stand out a little different or mess with, or do you feel like it's well positioned and it's like you're attracting the right people and they buy your product and it's working? I think that it's attracting the right people. I think it's just more of getting, I guess, in more front people. of people. Yeah. 
That's what yeah. I think. I would look at the bundles and summits. I would look at doing that weekly interview show has been very good for me for networking. You were on, right? As a guest, mm-hmm. we're doing that every week now. So it's been really good just that I get invited to a lot of things now because more and more people know who I am. So it's very good for networking. If you wanted to do a weekly interview show on Instagram, I used to do, we didn't used to do a panel. It used to just be like one person back in the Mm -hmm. day. And it would just be like, it was like, I don't know. It was like Faith's coffee business hours. I don't remember what we called it. And then we would just literally come on and it was like my entrepreneur friends and we would just kind of like shoot the shit on Instagram. But then I started reaching out to other people I didn't know and getting them to come on my morning show. (laughs) But I met a lot of people that way, right? So that's something to consider Mm -hmm. that's good for, that would be good maybe for you as doing a podcast or doing an interview show on Mm -hmm. social media, just for that networking. And I've found because we've done so much stuff like that through the years, I get years, I get into speaking and I think it's helpful in growing the business. So that's another thing I would try for you is just like networking bundles, summits, and then obviously like the organic reach on like Instagram and TikTok is still just, it's still pretty amazing. I know people think it's dying out, but we have people in the mastermind popping off on social media. Wow. it, like I've never seen, like Megan just got like a video with 3 million views on it, like for free, oh, promoting, awesome. her, promoting her coaching program. It was crazy. So anyway, does that help? Or does that more confusing? You feel like you've got no, no, some no, like, good places to go? No, I would, definitely the, helps. I would put your brain to work on, make sure you guys are solving the right problem, right? I'm always like, it's lead gen, it's nurture, it's sales. If you're not making money, one or all of those is broken. And you want to be like, which one is the most broken? <laughs> <laughs> for you, I think I have a feeling it's the lead gen piece. And then maybe there's some other products we add in there. I just would hate for you to do the membership and get so tapped out trying to keep that thing afloat that we're not, don't have the capacity to fix the lead gen problem because right. we're so busy trying to market this membership. Does that make sense? Like you're going to, I'm yeah. just worried you're going to get tapped out before we have this front end problem fixed. Right. So it sounds like it's be good to get like the lead gen fix. Like you said, work on that. And then mm-hmm. okay. once you've got, it's like fresh people are coming in. You're like, I got fresh people coming in. Let me get, just get them in this $17 membership. That's yeah. going to make it a lot easier for you. Do you see what I'm saying? Where yes. if we do it now, I'm just worried. And I don't know what your time is, but I just worry for most of you. It's a lot of work, like running those memberships, doing the stuff with the members, being there with them, having the relationships with them. And then if I'm worried that you won't have the capacity to manage that and fix the lead gen problem on the front end, and you're going to end up staying pretty stagnant. So that would be my advice is the front end problem first. And then it's once there's people coming in the business all the time, you're like, I need more things to sell these people. There's so many people coming in. <laughs> yeah. That's like, yeah, let's do a membership. That sounds good. Right. Okay. Okay. Great. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you. Come back. Let me know how- let's see. Yeah, the, the, we have a Facebook group that is where the community is, Brenda, and the modules and the Zoom links and stuff are in a Kajabi portal. I don't know how to say this name. I'm sorry. Is it Micah? Mikey? Mackie? Please help me. Micah. <laughs> Micah. Thank you. <laughs> how can I help you? I have a problem with connecting with people. Okay. Tell me more. Yeah, you were just telling about the lead gen part, yep. but I'm doing summits and then I get a lot of new leads. Nice. But I'm having troubles connecting with the people. 
Okay. So they're, how are they finding you? We've got people finding you. How are they finding you? Yeah. When I do one of those summits, then you get a lot of people because everybody, I always have 28 speakers. Nice. So you're doing and the, summits and we're growing the, your audience, it sounds like, right? Yeah. Because they That's are great. promoting it. So then I get new audience. That's great. That's awesome. I mean, there's tons of people on this call that are like, I wish I had that problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, just, I have too many people know where to put them. So we're getting people to find you. Do you have something you're selling? Yeah, but I'm selling different stuff, too much stuff, and I want to make a bigger program. Okay, I like that idea for you. Are and I gonna, would love when are to, you going to do that? Yeah, I would love to start a pilot, but then I heard for a pilot, it's better not to invite your complete list, but reach out to, to people. I would like do whatever is easiest. Do you want to do that or do you want to just invite everybody? Yeah, because I, that's the problem. I wouldn't know who to invite. (laughs) (laughs) I won. Yeah. But well, this is kind of like, you're kind of like summing up entrepreneurship always, right? Because it's like, when you have a bit new, when you have a business, especially if you're, most of you guys, once you get your businesses working, you're just going to want your business to be bigger and you're going to want to keep growing. And you're always kind of going to be in a season of business where you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Right. Right. All the time. Right. (laughs) All the time. So, so this is the game, right? Is entrepreneurship. So we don't know a pilot program, which is we're going to sell it and then put them in it and then build this new program with them. Is that what we're going to do? Yeah. That's what, that's what the planning is because otherwise I'm too busy recording all the videos. And then by the time it's finished, I don't like it anymore. (laughs) I do the same. Well, you know what? I can't even make myself record the videos. I procrastinate all the time. And I have so much to do all the time now that it will never get, the programs will never get done. So I've had all these programs I want to make. And I realized in July, I was like, shit, the year's half over. I haven't made a fucking thing. (laughs) It's like a whole new. So I ended up, what I ended up doing was I just gave it to the mastermind. And I was like, every Wednesday you're getting a new module. (laughs) And it gave me the accountability to have to get it done. And I didn't have to like make myself be motivated because knowing they were waiting for me and that they're expecting it, it makes it very easy for me to sit down and just make the module and record it. Right. So I like doing it that way. I do that kind of stuff all the time. If you you launch a pilot, there must be something that people get or you just start with nothing. I just start with nothing. So I tell them, this is how I would do it. I would make the sales. I outline what they're going to get. So, so this is what I do is I outline the program. So I'm like, module one is going to be this module two. I'm going to teach this module three. I'm going to teach you this module four. I'm going to teach you this at the end. You're going to have, this is the transformation you're going to have. This is what it's going to be. Right. And then I just tell them, uh, you're going to get a new module every, I think I did Friday at 5 p.m. for this last one we did. So I was like, every Friday at 5 p.m., you're going to get a new module. Here's the outline. We start on this date. It's however much, how much do you think you want to charge? Yeah, not for the pilot, but uh, the idea is to to sell a program for- uh, No, sell the pilot. (laughs) Yeah, I have to sell the pilot first, yeah. but I want to have the original price be a thousand uh, euros. Yeah. So, how much do you want to charge for the pilot? Like half price or yeah, hundred off or what? No, no. I think half price. Okay. So you just say, look, you guys, 
when I'm finished with this program, it's going to sell for a thousand dollars. Yeah. If you want to be in the pilot, we start on this date. You're getting the best price it's ever going to be. It's $4.97. You're welcome. <laughs> it starts August 30th. You're going to get a new module every Wednesday at noon. If you want, you could have some kind of like little intro thing they get when they buy. Maybe they get a welcome packet or they get a video from you or they get something, but you don't need to have all the content done. What you need is a sales page, a buy button, and like an email saying, yay, you bought it. It's going to, here's what's going to happen next, just so they know. Okay. You know, the first module is going to release on this date. You'll get an email from me the week before. We'll get you all set up. It's going to be awesome. Okay. And I would just invite your whole list. Okay. Right? I don't know why not. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, is it I not better for a pilot just to have a smaller group? Maybe. Or I would just charge, I would just charge enough for the pilot that you feel happy if they buy it. You guys don't want to price stuff so low that you're like, oh, like I wish all these people didn't buy it. But if a bunch of people bought it at $500, would you feel good about it or would you feel well about it? I don't at know least, how much work the program is going to be for you. At least it gets me started. Yeah. You could also just charge the price for it if you wanted. You could just charge $1,000 for it. You don't have to give them a discount because it's the pilot. I think it's better for them to be in the pilot because I'm like, I'm an, you guys are going to be with me while I'm making the content. So I'm gonna, you're going to be giving me feedback and it's going to be tailored. Like you're going to get your questions answered. Your stuff is going to be in this content. Everybody else isn't getting that. It's already going to be recorded. Yeah. So I would sell it like, yeah, it's the first time I'm doing it. The best round is the first round. Yeah. Like you're thinking about it like, oh, it's a pilot. It's not as good. I'm saying like, no, it's better for them to be with you in the pilot. Yeah. And then I would just have them like, I, what something I like to do when I'm making courses is I will either put them all in a Facebook group or I will have a way for them to do Q&A so they can submit questions. And the reason I do that is to make sure I don't miss anything, right? So if I do a module and they're all asking the same thing, right? I'm like, let me make sure we get that in the next module. <laughs> like, right? I'm like, let me make sure that we... I thought I connected that, but it it didn't land with them. Let me make sure we get that. And then we'll either add an additional module about it or I'll add it into another module somewhere else. But I like getting feedback as they're going through just so I make sure they're understanding and I'm not missing something. Because sometimes, you know, when you know a lot about something, it's really easy to forget. You're like, oh, everybody knows that, right? This is so basic. And then you're like, oh shit, none of them realize that. <laughs> I didn't tell them that. So I like getting feedback from them. And my thought about that is this is going to be the most valuable round, right? You guys are going to get to do q and I'm going to be developing the content all together. We're going to be in a Facebook group. It's going to be the best round, right? And I, would, I wouldn't sell it as a less good round because it's a pilot. I, you see what I'm saying? I would sell it as this is good, the best. This is awesome for you. You're welcome. Of course you should join the pilot. It's amazing. <laughs> Right? But then you're, you're, you start a Facebook group and say that there's only two or three people joining. That's even better. Then Think you about... still start a Facebook group. I would, yeah. Well, I'm just like, they're going to get, I'm like, to me, I'm like, do you want to be in a Facebook group with 10,000 people and the course creator doesn't know you? Or you want to be in there with three people and they're asking you questions and telling you about the modules and asking how you're liking it? Yeah. Like, 
they don't care that there's not very many people, right? I would reframe it as, oh, they're so lucky to be in this small container with me at such a great price. If I charged a thousand dollars for something and you all got to be in a Facebook group with me, with just me, with just a few of you, and it only costs a thousand dollars, I'd be like, they're so lucky. (laughs) And you guys could just think that you don't have to have like evidence of that. Right. But I'm like, we usually, I usually charge a lot of money for something like that. So if we did a pilot and I only had a few people in it, I'd be like, oh damn, they're getting like the best of the best right now. Lucky, look at them. Right. So your brain keeps wanting to think it's not going to be good. I'm like, what if your program is going to be really good? (laughs) I want you to think about that. (laughs) going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be very good, right? It's going to be very good. Yeah. You just tell them why it's going to be good. That's it. And they're going to want it. Okay, thank you. One more question. I'm excited. I I don't even know what it is, but I kind of want it now. (laughs) (laughs) You you keep telling, just make a decision. Yeah. Where are you stuck? What are we not making a decision about? A, a lot of time. I, I'm the like the first person, I, I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Like you keep, Maggie. Yeah. Like you keep going in your head, like mm-hmm. I want to do this, but then two months later, you still didn't do it. It's still standing on the to-do list. You got to put a deadline, a launch deadline on the calendar. So this is what I know for sure about business is like when you don't have a hard deadline, there's always, this is true for me, like for everybody, right? It's, if I don't make a decision where it's, this is happening and it's happening on this date and that's just, and I lock it in where this is just done and this is what it is, it will always get pushed back because there's a fucking thousand things happening around here all the time. Everything is crazy lately in my personal life, in my business life. There's a, there's always reasons to not do it. Okay. Right. So you've got to, what you got to do is put the date on the calendar and then you have to think thoughts about this date's not moving. Course is launching. I have to get it done. It can't be pushed back. You just have to manage your thoughts, right. To line up with the outcome you want. And if the outcome you want is getting this program done, what are the thoughts that you've been thinking that create the result of it not getting done, of it just being on the to-do list forever? What what happens? Tell me in a specific example. Give me in a specific example of something that's been on your to-do list for a long time. Like this pilot. Okay, I, so the pilot. I what? still start recording some videos. Like then I have at least to give them something. And now I launched for next week, the 8th of August, I'm giving a small workshop. Yeah. So that's part of the, this bigger program. Good. So you're doing it and you are getting it done. It sounds like you're making progress on it. Like some people pay for this workshop and then I have to record it. Yeah. And first do it live with them to see what the questions are and just I don't know how you say it in English, to have to stick behind the door. <laughs> to, to do what? Stick behind it? No, it's a, it's a literal, it's translate. I try to translate it from, from my language. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know in English what it is. Listen, I want you to think about if you want to get the program done. Yeah. Right. The only difference, this is, everybody listen, the only difference between something getting done and something that just keeps going on and on and on and getting, we've all done that, right? Where it just gets pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and we never make any 
any traction on it. The only difference is like what you're thinking, right? So you want to think about areas of your life where you just don't fuck around and you get things done. Maybe for some of you, it's like you pick up your kids every day. We feed your kids every day. You feed your dog every day, whatever. There are thoughts you think where it's just this stuff is it just is non-negotiable and you do do things all the time that you guys don't want to do. Right. But what happens with, with stuff like this is there's sneaky little thoughts, right? So my brain loves to be like, I'm very tired. Like I've had a lot of calls and I'm an introvert and I'm, we're just very tired. And I always have to be like, am I that tired? Cause if I really stop and think about it, I'm like, it's not like I'm about to pass out exhausted because <laughs> I was on a zoom call. That's never true. Right. It's, am I really too tired to do this? But it feels true when our brain does that. Right. It's like, it's, oh, I'm very tired. You're like, oh, you're right. <laughs> Right. Or, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure how to do it. What if it's not good? And you're like, oh, you're right. I'm very confused. <laughs> it's, I'm just laughing because this is what our brains do. Right. It's, and it feels real, but you've got to question, is this actually true? And is this useful for me to be thinking about if I want to get the program done? Right. And so I think you should sell it because my, my feeling is if you had people that paid that were waiting on those modules, you would get them done. Yeah. I think you haven't made the decision to be committed and actually get it done in a way that's I'm doing it on this date. This is going to be recorded. We're getting it done and I'm not messing around. A lot of you guys try to make programs like this where I'm going to make a program sometime in the future at some point in the distant whenever, and hopefully someday it'll work out. <laughs> and there's always a reason to push it out. There's always a reason it's not good enough. There's always a reason it's not ready. There's always other things you could be doing and it never gets done. So we have to decide instead of it being in the future, it's no, it's now. It's not in the future anymore. We're making the course now. These are the dates. These are the deadlines. I'm going to publish the sales page, send it out to my email list on this date. And that's it. Yeah. I would, I would make the sales page with the outline. I would email it to your list. I would get some people in there. And I think having the accountability of knowing people have paid and waited. The other thing do you guys, because I know some of you guys are freaked out about that whole idea, but the other thing I'll do is I'll record the first two. So I'll be two weeks ahead of them, or yeah. you can even record the first module. So you're one week ahead of them, right? So they're getting module one, but maybe you're recording module three, but you don't need to have the whole thing done. Yeah. And don't use that as an excuse to put this off another month. <laughs> okay. Let's get it done. You know how to do it. You've got this. I, you're doing summits. You're kicking ass. Yeah, I know. But it's you do this with every decision you you make. You always put a deadline on it. Here's the here. I'm gonna give you the decision making framework that I teach in the mastermind really quick. Since you guys are asking a lot of decision making questions, the decision making framework I teach in the mastermind. This is the biggest decision decision kind of thought error I see that we coach on a lot is people think if they spend a lot of time on the front end thinking about the decision that their decision will be better and I'm yeah. like more time does not give you guys better decisions it just means you're being slow first of all okay most of you have all of the information the only time it ever is useful to you to spend a long time making decisions is if we're actually getting some type of information we don't have yet but for most of you you have all the information you need to just pick something <laughs> it's just literally just making you slow it's not making the quality of your decision better so i teach on the front end you make the decision fast where you spend your brain energy is on the back end of the decision okay so the only reason you ever regret a decision or feel like it's wrong is because of how you think about it. So what you want to do is decide ahead of time 
You're going to have your own back. This is people that are indecisive often are have are mean to themselves and very critical of themselves. And so what will happen is you guys will make a decision. And if it doesn't plan out the way you want, you circle back to your past self and you're an asshole and you're like, I shouldn't have done this. I wish I would have did this a different way. Why didn't I do that? And we get out the beating stick and we go to town on past self. And all that ever does is make current self scared to make a decision in the present because they know future you's got that beating stick out. <laughs> future you's going to circle back and beat the crap out of you if it doesn't work. Right. And so what I teach in the mastermind is on the back end of the decision, you make the front end fast, you make the choice. And then you make a commitment to have your own back. So even if it doesn't go well, you go, and there's decisions in my business I would not remake, okay? I've made done a lot of dumb things and made all kinds of stupid decisions, right? But I have my own back about it where it's like past faith, she was doing the best she could, man. She really just had to pick something and her back was against the wall. And I see why she did that. I wouldn't remake that decision, but damn, like at least she was keeping it moving. Like she was doing her best for us. She was out there, right? I'm not like circling out like, God, what a stupid idiot. <laughs> and so on the, the front end is a fast decision. You make the commitment not to be a jerk and make a decision to have your own back, no matter how it plays out, right? And then on the back end of the decision, you think thoughts about why you like that choice. So what I was coaching Maggie about and what most people do is they'll be like, They'll be like, yeah, I'm going to do this self-tagging. This seems like the best way to do it. I like this choice. I like this decision. They feel good about it for about five seconds. <laughs> and then the, 10 minutes later, they're like, I don't know, maybe I should do it this way. Or I don't know, it should be that way. Or this is the other way though. And I don't know. And then we go back to the beginning of the decision framework, right? Where we're all confused and messed up. I'm like, you make the decision one time. And then you think thoughts about why you like it. You got to sell yourself on the choice. So instead of spending all this time on the front end, dabbling around and should I do this? Should I do that? Debating, you spend your time on the back end and the energy you spend is focusing, focusing your brain on why you like that choice and why you want to do it that way. Right. And it's, even if I don't know, your brain's gonna be like, what if it doesn't work? And maybe this other thing, oh, you got to be like, even if it doesn't work, I still want to try. You don't circle back and start dabbling in an indecision. You keep your brain you keep your brain lined up with the choice you make. You make the choice once and then you sell yourself on why this is a good choice, why you love that decision, why it's a good decision, why you want to try it. And you stay committed to thinking thoughts about that. And that that will help you guys. I, I just, I'm telling you, decision fast on the front end and then spend the time on the back end selling yourself on why you like that choice you made. Does that make sense? Yeah. You got this. You you're gonna great. just yeah, you got this. You you're already done with this. I feel it. You're like, you're ready. I feel like you're done with sometimes this is how it feels to me. And sometimes I struggle with things in my business and it's I struggle and I struggle and I struggle and I struggle. And it's like hard and it's hard. And finally I just wake up one day and I'm like, I'm so fucking over struggling with this, <laughs> being stuck on this. And like, we're just gonna do this and this is what it is. And like, I would love to see you just do that with this program. It's let's just get this program out. Like, I'm done like with this like with all of the dabbling and the thinking about it, let's just get it moving. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was really, really, really helpful. <laughs> Is it? Okay. I just talked at you a whole bunch, but I was like, I'm trying to teach my whole decision-making module in two minutes on here, but I think you get what I'm saying, right? make the decision. And then you think about why you like it. You manage your brain. You're like, this is a good decision. There's, I'm going to try it. We're going to see what happens. Right. One of the thoughts I use is I'm just going to see what happens. But everybody's like, what about this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to test it. (laughs) I just, and my thought is, I just want to see what happens. If it needs to be adjusted, I'll, 
I'll fix it in the future. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Are you good or you need anything else? No. Okay. I'm excited. I want to see this, this pilot launch. Okay. Yeah. It's going to happen the end of this month. Let's go. Let's go. Yay. I want you to post in here when you get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kim, where are you at? What time is it? Oh, I'm pretty good. Oh, it's only 630. Kim, where are you at? I am here. Hi. We're having stuff done on our house. So, oh, you're all good. So I'm, uh, I'm trying to hear you with fans everywhere. <laughs> we got this. Look, we're here. We're going to get it. What do you need? Okay. How can I help you? I, Tell me what's going on. You said we could ask anything. And I, need I got you. Yeah. Give me the weirdest thing you really got. Basic. Because okay. years ago I had everything set up in MailChimp. I was just yep. running a blog, but it was way before most people were doing any of this. But yeah. now I'm actually starting a business and MailChimp nice. ends up in most people's spam. Okay. So I've decided to go with MailerLite and I just need a brief refresher on getting their form into my website. I just need j- just a Gosh, broad now I'm trying overview. to think about, I haven't done MailerLite in, you know, five years I, or something. I, I what just, you want to, yeah, yeah. What you want to do is, what are you using for your website? Elementor. Anybody on here in the chat in Elementor, you guys, if you guys have any <laughs> help for me, put it in the chat. But what I would do is you make a form in MailerLite, right? And then mm-hmm. I believe they should have some kind of plugin. There yeah. is. So I you just haven't figured out how to use it. <laughs> yeah. I think you got to just go on there and like the way you're going to learn, okay. I can't tell you how to do I always say to the mastermind, I'm like, it's like riding a bike. Like I can sit here and try and describe to you how to ride a bike, but until you go out there and do it, it's not going to make any sense. And so I think you got to just commit. And I would just expect just for all of you guys, like there's certain things you have to learn in your business in the beginning where the learning curve is really steep and it feels hard. And I just want to validate for you guys. It is hard. There's not a time in my business when you're starting at the beginning, if you're setting up your website and you're learning your email and you're learning social media and you're trying to figure out your messaging, you're trying to make a product. There's never a time in my business where I just don't know where anything, how to work anything. Right. And so I just want to validate for all of you that are in the beginning there is a learning curve in the beginning and I would just be on board. I would just be like, I don't know how I'm doing it. I got to sit down and figure it out. It's probably going to be really frustrating and annoying and that's fine. I'm just going to, I'm going to partner with, <laughs> we talk about partnering and with negative emotion in the mastermind. I would just be like, I'm going to partner with feeling. How do you feel with tech stuff in general? Do you feel good about it or does it make I you I have been on the front end all along. This mm-hmm. is one of the few times I feel like I'm a little behind mm-hmm. So it's kind of a new feeling for me. Yeah, I would, I would just, just partner with that feeling of discomfort or uncertain. It sounds like uncertainty. Is that the feeling you think? How does it feel when you think about sitting down to do it? I don't, I don't typically have words for feelings, for my feelings until I think about it for a long time. I, I think it should, it's just a bit like standing at a chasm, knowing I've got to jump over, knowing that I did it before, but I've got to do it again and every time you do it your balance is slightly different and so it you had it to put that into a weird. one word feeling <laughs> what would that I, be i don't have that is I it like picture <laughs> yeah is it so it's like you're stagnant and we're looking forward to all the work to do no uh do you imagine you're on the top of a building and you have to jump to the next building yeah you know you've built up your skills you know you've done it before but it isn't, you're not Spider-Man yet. 
Yeah. Every time you do it, you've got to relearn it a little bit. So it's just that feeling of it being like, it's going to be different. Yeah. Of just it being unfamiliar and a little different. Yeah. I just have to, I just have to go find the pieces. I was thinking you give me a shortcut. I don't have any shortcuts. I'm very not tech savvy. So, and we do everything in Kajabi because it's all connected. So yeah, I would go ahead and if anybody has a shortcut, you can put it in the chat and you can also post in the Facebook group and ask if anybody is on in there that has set that up, but I haven't ever used Elementor and I haven't used MailerLite in five years. So I'm not the best person to ask probably that specific question. I would just say, just put some time on your calendar, sit down and get it done probably in an hour or two. I bet you'll have a very at least if it's not done, like a good understanding of what it's going to require to get it done. Yeah. And just, it's just a matter of blocking it out and moving forward. You're right. Yeah. You got this. You got this. You can do it. And you did it before. I love that thought that you said too. That's a really good thought. I've done it before. I can figure it out. Go to those types of thoughts. Thanks. Yeah. Is there anything else? Nope. That's it. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to get Ty. Hey, how you doing? Doing all right. How are you? Good. What can I help you with? Well, I kind of have a time limit, just so you know. So okay. I'll make it kind of my part pretty quick. So I'm struggling in my business and I don't really know where to focus my energy. Okay. So I have a high ticket program and I'm starting to create lower ticket offers because I have a, well, we'll talk about this in a sec, but I have a lot of people coming in who legitimately don't have the finances for the high ticket. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if I should. I also have low lead generation, so I know that's an issue. So I'm wondering if I should keep focusing on organic lead generation because I stopped doing ads and maybe some guidance on how best to incorporate leads for my high ticket program Yeah. or if a better strategy is the low ticket and then upsell to my high ticket. That's kind of where I'm at. Which business model you want? Do you want to have a business model where there's a low ticket and a high ticket or do you just want to sell the high ticket I'd love to just sell high ticket though because I'm not making any sales and that I'm really not enjoying my business because I'm not doing what I love so creating low ticket offers I'm having fun creating so I I guess for ease and time like the high tickets ideal but I think I enjoy low ticket better and more Okay. So why don't we do good? You want to do a combo where it's like, we have a low ticket and then a high ticket. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a good idea, right? I would just make the low, this is what I'll say about your low ticket. I would just make it something that you make once and then you can sell forever. So make it evergreen. Yeah. I would make it something where it's not like they're getting lots of calls and we're doing custom plans with people or like, I would just make it something simple right? That they get that's used. That's because it's simple. It doesn't mean it's not useful, right? Like something very valuable for them. That's going to be helpful, but it, but I would make it a business, an asset in your business where it's like, you make it one time and you sell it forever. Right. Okay. So, and then I don't think that would, to me, creating the, what kind of tick price point are you thinking is, I don't know what you're, pricing structure is but what kind of price point do you think your low ticket would be at yeah well I just finished creating one that's 49 and it does do its own thing so it just oh so you already have one yeah I have one and then I'm looking at maybe some $11 short trainings that 
lead into the high ticket program. So it's like a beginning little taste. I think this is all really great. I think I I like it. I think it's, it's you're saying I enjoy working on it. I get to do some work I enjoy. You're I look at it as building assets for your business. So those are all all of those are assets you're going to have to sell at least for the next few years probably, right? You're going to sell it over and over again. Yeah. So I think that's a good use of your time. Right. And then I think you can have the, I mean, either way, we're going to have to fix the lead gen problem. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you feel settled about that? I like the idea of you having a couple low ticket things and then your high ticket thing. Does that seem well, right to you? Yeah. It does help me feel better about, I'm not distracting myself with other things instead of focusing on my marketing and trying but to. But do you, this is the thing though that I think you got to ask yourself, this is something I ask myself all the time is, do I want to be like a marketing efficiency, like productivity robot? <laughs> like, I'm like, do I really want everything like super, super optimized? I want to be able to have fun in my business sometimes. Right. And when you were talking, it sounded like that was something that is important to you right now. Yes, it is. And it so, was like thrust upon me in realizing that. Yeah, so we don't have to, this is for everybody. We don't have to make every business decision at just based on what's going to be the most profitable and being the most efficient with time. Sometimes we want to make decisions in our business for happiness, for doing nice things for our clients, for being generous, right? Like I give my clients shit all the time that I probably should sell them. Like the mastermind will tell, I'm not just saying that they'll tell you that. Right. It doesn't make any sense for me and Rebecca to do written coaching for the vault for no extra money. But I want, I, not every decision I make is about max profit all the time. It's, I want to connect with them and to help them and to provide like a special experience for them. Right. right. And so I think for you, it's like we're making a decision here that is based on well being and happiness. And I think potentially they're asked, like I'm saying, I think it's not a total waste of time. I think we're building assets that you're going to have to sell for the next few years. And so I, to me, that seems like a good decision. It's just up to you if it feels right to you. What do you think? Yeah, it does feel right. I'm just good at kind of going back and forth on things sometimes, mm -hmm. but yeah, this has felt, at least it's felt good. Like me feeling good in my business. I just want to make sure I'm not putting a lot of focus into the creation part and not figuring out a good lead gen strategy. Yeah. Well, I think you can do both. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm worried. I'm curious, like, where is this fear coming from? Cause it feels a little bit to me, like you're like, I'm scared. I'm going to mess it up or I'm scared. I'm going to be like procrastinating in this little creativity zone. Is the marketing something we're avoiding or is this something that's come up in the past or what is this about? Well, one, I hate marketing. See, there <laughs> we go. The <laughs> That's it's, what this is about, right? <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I fucking hate it and I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not okay. great at it. It's you. really hard for me. I'm a teacher, not a marketer. Um, yeah, I totally get you. I get you. Yeah. So th that's one thing. Also, I don't know if there is an also. <laughs> yeah. There's okay. a little bit of a, am I messing it up? But I'm, that's not, that's a small portion of it. Okay. So the main portion of it is, am I doing this part because I don't like this other part? Yeah. But you want to have also, a business, right? What's that? You want to have a business, right? Yeah. You want to have an online business? Yeah. So what are you doing? I'm curious, what is your marketing strategy right now? How are you getting leads? 
So I have a Facebook group, community Facebook group. And that's where most of my organic leads are coming in. Also on Instagram, but that's not performing super well. Okay. Um, yeah. And an email email list that I had grown from Facebook ads. The Facebook group are people, they're finding the group on Facebook and joining that have never heard of you? Yes. Okay. That's great. That's awesome. Good for you. Okay. And And how many people? And then I have a lead magnet offer that, that right now I'm providing for the Facebook group. I have it in there so they can sign up for my email, email list as well. Okay. What is it that you hate about the marketing? I just have a hard time creating the content mm-hmm. and you can tell this is frustrating to me yeah. and figuring business out- is frustrating sometimes. Let me tell you, I'm frustrated and pissed off at my business all the time. Right? Yeah. And I've just been stuck like this last seven months mm-hmm. has been nothing, no action. So it's really hard, but, and I've been doing it for two and a half years. Like, uh, I think having a balance of nurturing and like edutainment and that stuff. And then also plugging my offers and how to, how to engage mm-hmm. my community as well. Um, yeah. And get them interested and not just like consuming the content, but actually being moved by it. Or, you know, I don't know if that's how I want to say it, but. No, I get you. I think we're putting a lot of pressure on this content. I think we've got ourselves in a little content pressure cooker. It's it's got to be entertaining. It needs to be useful. It needs to be moving them. I think that's a a lot of pressure to perform under that you've you've put yourself in. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I would just wonder how we could neutralize this a little bit. And I'll just offer something I use a lot. My brain, I have a dramatic ass brain. My brain is so dramatic, right? It's like everything is like the biggest fucking deal in the world. I swear. It's like everything is like the end all be all. And I'll just, yeah, this is, this is it, right? This all come down to this. Every moment of my life is like a make or break moment, right? And I just, I'm always like, you know, every time I sit down, so the workshop was like this. So I taught the workshop last night, right? That was all brand new stuff that I made. And I was just kind of freaking out about it. And I was like, and and it was like our, I had this like thought that created a pressure cooker for me. And it was like, a lot of people have signed up. There's a lot of people that signed up and it was like creating, it was creating a lot of par- paralyzing for me. Right. Cause it was like, it's hard, I think, to make a workshop when we're like, oh, a lot of people have signed up or when we go to make content and it's like, it needs to be really good and it needs to be entertaining. Right. And I just knew, I just went to neutralize it where I was just like, this is just one workshop. It's <laughs> like, this is not like a make or break moment. This is not an end all be all like my business, me and my business, like we're doing workshops and launching all the time. Right. So I'm like, this is one of seven launches we're going to do this year. And one of hundred workshops I'm going to teach this year. This is just one thing. This is just one Facebook post of like hundred I'm going to write. And I just wonder if we could find some like neutral places for you. And I really want you, you're not going to like this, but I really would like you to stop trying to make good content, right? And do it all right. Because I always say it's easier to steer something that's already moving, right? 
And so it's like riding a bike. I just need you to get moving and we can figure out the, the messaging and how to be entertained. Like that stuff will come as we're moving, but when you're stagnant, it's like, we can't even get moving right now. Cause we just keep like falling over. And so I need you to get some momentum by just posting and making it easy. Have you ever posted anything where it doesn't feel so hard? Like engagement kind of posts, just asking questions. Obviously those are the easiest. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts about those? Cause it sounds like you think those aren't as valuable or they're not as good or they don't count as marketing. No, they are valuable. Okay, I definitely good. value them. Yeah. So you like those, but you like creating content for your paid offers, right? Yeah. So what's the difference between when you're making the paid content and when you're doing the free marketing content? I think it's because I'm stuck using it to try to sell. Okay. What are your thoughts about selling? That I'm not very good at it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's normal not to be good at sales. I always say, I think like, I think like doing sales is like playing the violin. Have you ever heard me say that? I think yeah. doing sales is like playing the violin. So you don't pick up the violin one time and be like, oh, I suck at this. I'm so horrible. This is awful. It's never going to work. Right. You're just like commit to practicing. Yeah. That's the hard part is I haven't committed. And for a long time before I decided the low ticket offers doing some of this creative stuff is. I think this is a good thing for you because I think it's giving you that momentum I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. But I, this is all like very painful and very loaded and wrapped up in there. Right. It is. And so I think we just need to neutralize it a little bit. And I don't know if this is helpful to you, but I coach a lot of people and And a lot of people, there's people that were on the training last night that have been in this community for years that haven't even fucking started yet. Right. So I think you think like you're behind and it's like hard, but I'm like, what if you're ahead of everybody that has never even started their Facebook group or started a program or still doesn't have anything to sell to me? I don't think you're that far behind. Yeah. And so I just wonder, can we get our brain to stop offering us this painful story about it's taking so long and we're so far behind? Could we just set it down a little bit? I agree. Yeah. We don't need to, you don't need to carry this around. Right. And I think if we can take some of the pressure off, let yourself do the low ticket and feel good about it. And then the marketing, I, I want you to think about the marketing this is how I think about sales, right? I think I think this that I think our launches are fun for you guys. Look at what I'm doing with you guys right now. Like I have an open cart and you guys are getting free workshops, you're getting free coaching, you're getting free Q&A, and I'm like that's so awesome. And I'm like some of you guys will join the mastermind and some of you won't, and I'm like and I'm still so happy to help you and I want everybody here to win. Right? And I'm like this is so great that we, we all win here. I'm going to find customers for my program and make money. You guys are going to get free help and support and resources. And I'm like, this is a win for everyone. And so I really love thinking about sales. Like how can I make the sales benefit the community? I would love for you to think about coming up with, I think we've twisted the marketing into this really painful thing, but could we come up with marketing that's like easy for you? right? Is it like, what would be the easiest 
thing for you to do, you think, for to talk about because all marketing is just talking about it's just helping people for free and talking about your offer. That's all I think about it as. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go help them for free and then I'm gonna talk about the mastermind. Great. I love helping them for free and I love talking about the mastermind. Easy peasy. Right. Right. So could we like change? I think if we could shift the way we're thinking about what marketing is, maybe that would be helpful. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're right. Because I had another business coach um, trying to get out of that framework because it doesn't really resonate with me, Mm -hmm. Um, but it helped get me started. And I've been looking back at old posts and things like that. And the best ones, the most popular were the ones where I taught and gave, you know, free information, that kind of thing, instead of trying to think about rustling up emotions and, and all that. Yeah. I don't think you need to do that. I really yeah. don't. Right? So I think I I'm really... stuck in that, in that yeah. feeling I have to do it that way. I get why that would feel gross, right? That would feel, if I thought I had to come on here and make you all feel bad to buy the mastermind, I don't think I would be <laughs> excited to sell it. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, my thought is I'm just going to coach so they can see what a coaching call is. And then if they want more coaching calls, they'll come in the mastermind. Right. And so I'm like, great. Like, a bunch of them are going to get help for free. I get to help the community for free. We get to find great people for the mastermind. They get help with their business. I get love coaching. So I get to coach and we all win here. Right. And I think, I think we can just set down like what the marketing has to be as far as talking about the pain points and stuff. Right. Yeah. And think about just helping them and solving problems and then just make, seeing if they want to buy it. And I'll tell you another thing. I really hate that people talk about a lot and it's coming back and I see different things come in and out of trend, like in the marketing space, I guess. And something I've seen is coming back lately is this whole idea of don't give away too much for free. Like you got to make sure like they want more and like, you can't give away too much for free. And I just think that's like bullshit. I'm just like, there's no way I could ever give you guys anywhere close to in a free training, what you're going to get in my program. It's not even close. It's like, I'm just like, it's not even possible, right? I'm like, what did I have? What did, we did one one-hour live training. I'm like, we do several of those a week in there. That's just like nothing. It's like dropping the bucket, right? And I just think they're going to get better results if they make that commitment and they go in that paid container and you've spent, I'm sure, so much time thinking about your high-ticket offer and it's so intentional and there's so much, if, if they make up that kind of financial commitment, I'm sure you would be more invested. They're more invested. It's just a totally different experience. And so I would say, I just really would for you just go out and see, I'm just going to help get people for free, help people for free. And what I always say is if I want to make a million dollars, I have to be able to help millions and millions of people and get a result. Right. And so I'm always just thinking about how can I increase my capacity for getting more results for more humans, like getting an actual impact, like getting them to actually go take action, actually post, actually do something. How can I do that for more and more people? And for you, it's just like, how can we like help those people in the Facebook group and really move them to take action? And I would just think of that as your marketing plan. What do you think? Does that feel doable to you or is it still just overwhelming? No, it does feel doable. Okay. Um, yeah. I think the only thing that holds me back is I overthink things. So, <laughs> Right. So you, your little, your brain is going to be like, and this and this, and what about this? And what about that? And it's always going to do that. It's okay. Right. But you would just want to be the observer of it. 
right? And you can find some good like anchoring thoughts for when you start overthinking. And one of mine, my brain loves to tell me all the time, like nobody likes me and everybody thinks I'm annoying. That's like my brain's favorite troll thought, right? So it's nobody likes you. Like, why are you doing this? Nobody likes you. And I'm just like, look, even if nobody likes me, I'm still want to try to grow a business. I still want to try to help people even if they all don't like me. And that feels true to me personally, right? But find something that feels anchoring to you when it starts going on and on where I'm just going to put something out. I just want to see what happens. I just want to keep posting consistently. Find some good grounding thoughts you can use. And then we can talk about the lead gen strategy real quick if you have time. I know you're on a deadline. I do have to leave. Unfortunately, you're not. No, you're good. You're good. No, you're totally good. I would just say just pick one lead gen strategy about how you're going to find more people. But I think as you're thinking about marketing as helping, hopefully that will help you like get started. Okay. 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 Thanks for sharing all that and being so vulnerable with all that. Yeah. Well, thank you for providing the space and for this. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Come back. Let me know how you are. We do free events like here and there. So even if you don't join, still come back. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. I'm going to do Linda. Linda, are you here? Yeah. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm busy. Yes. I'm sure everybody here has been frustrated, right? So tell me about the frustration. And, uh, so I started, I didn't want to build a blog because there's a lot involved. It's, Etsy is a, a search engine. So I started. Your audio is kind of, your audio is kind of bad. Do you have headphones or it sounds a little bit like you're underwater. Yeah. Is this any better? Yeah, that's a little better. Yeah, so tell me what's happening. So I started um, on Etsy because I knew it was a search engine and it was an easy way to get started. And yeah. the dog health niche. Well, there's only so far you can go with dogs and dog health because it's it's niche down. I can't understand and what you're saying. Can you guys understand her? No. Hold I- on a second. Let me keep my headphones on. Oh, you're good. I just, I'm like, I'm trying, I'm like getting every few words, but I'm having, I'm like, I can't exactly follow what is happening. <laughs> All right. The headphones I have don't have a speakerphone. Sorry. That's like way, way better. Whatever you're doing right there. Okay. Now I can't hear you. Oh no. Oh shoot. <laughs> this is like the, the tech, the tech saga. I'm going to give you Linda one more minute. And then if we don't get it we'll get to megan i'll go back to her can you hear me i can hear you can you hear me uh okay linda can you guys tell her in the chat i'm gonna get megan and then i'm gonna come back to her megan can you go yes can you hear me Uh, hey linda i'm gonna come back to you okay yeah megan you go and then we'll get linda's sound sorted okay can you hear me okay i can hear you yeah, okay. tell me what's going on. And Linda, I'll come back to you. Let me just get her and then we'll go back. Wait, you kind of touched on it. My thing is the, I'm a baby entrepreneur and I'm not <laughs> offended when you call me that. Okay, I, I like it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but how do you wrap your mind around giving away the free stuff when your overall goal is to make money? But because I just got in my first bundle, so I only have two baby products. And now I'm giving it away for free in a bundle. So I just, the mindset around that. Yeah. So what is, what is the, what is the problem with it? What does your brain think is the problem with it? I guess because I only have 
the two products if I'm giving away for free? What am I going to do? How am I going to make money yeah, so, if I'm so giving answer away that. for free? So answer that. If you're going to, if you're in the bundle, first of all, I would say email subscribers are a really valuable asset if you want to have an online business, right? Arguably. Yeah. The that's, most that's what I keep telling myself is I'll be able to sell it when I do, because I am in the process of creating more stuff. I'll be able to sell it easier with that email list. Yeah. We want the email list, right? <laughs> so you want to yeah. get your brain thinks like your brain is thinking I'm giving this stuff away for free, but the way I would think about it is I'm getting a bargain, right? Because how much is your, how much is, are you selling your product for? I've, I've, it's a, it's right now $17. So it's $17 and you're going to get a bunch of email subscribers, but if you ran ads, it would probably cost you, I don't know how many email subscribers you're going to get, but ads be expensive right now. So if people right. are and paying my a lot of money. Thinking, my whole thing is doing, you know, like what I teach is budgeting. So my whole thing is not to spend much money. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We don't want to spend a bunch of money. Don't go spending a bunch of money on Facebook ads right now for most of you, you guys, that is my advice. But, but this is what I'm saying is we can think about it. Oh, I'm not going to make any money. And I'm giving, you're thinking about it right now. Like I'm giving my product away for free. How does that feel when you think that I'm giving this away? It depends on the day. Some days I'm excited about it because I know in the end. Give me your gross thoughts. Out. I don't want, I don't care about your guys' good thoughts when you're all, when you're all like happy and your kids are being awesome and you're like having the best day. I don't care about those thoughts. Oh, I want you guys to, when you're on here, give me your gross thoughts. Like when you're tired and hungry and pissed off, what do you think about it? <laughs> Most of the time is what if they don't like it? <laughs> okay. So what if they don't like it? What else? Uh, is that why, is that why your brain is offering you like making this a problem about getting it away for free? Are you scared that people aren't going to like yeah. it? Yeah. Cause I'm, yeah. Cause I'm new and I'm like, what if it's no good, but I'm, I'm trying to get over that. Well, let's just answer that. Let's just say, let's just say it's not good. Let's say it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. Right. I, I haven't seen I it. Will, so this, for, will, for the sake of it. You, that I do go online almost every day now because you said I need to make a hundred bad videos. So I'm working on that. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm doing it. laughs> yeah. We might, you might make some products that are bad. I don't know, I but let's just doing... say, let's say the product is bad. What does that mean? And why is that a problem for you? Oh, cause I don't like people not to not like me. <laughs> yeah. So people won't like me. <laughs> and why is it a problem for people not to like you? Because I'm a people pleaser and I don't know how not to be. <laughs> yeah. So, so look, I just want you to be like a little compassionate with yourself. There's part of you that's scared, right? That people might not like you. I think we all have that fear at some point being online. I think like when you first going online, it's actually a very brave thing to do, right? To put yourself out there, make a product, be in a bundle. And we're like, what if people don't like me? Right? I think but a lot of it's just the fear of the unknown because I don't, you know, because I don't know what's going to happen. Everybody may love it and this may, and so I do try to do that thought that you say, what if it does work out? <laughs> yeah. What if it, well, our brains love to do, what if this horrible yeah. thing? I'm always like, nobody lays in bed at night. What if everything is wonderful? It's always, what if this happens? <laughs> this so is I just like what our brains do. <laughs> yeah. Right. So for you, it's like, why would you want to put a product out and risk 
not being liked? Why is that worth it to you? Why even do it? You don't have to do it. Oh, because I'm, I know I have a story to tell. I know how people who, because, you know, we went from broke, living paycheck to paycheck to, I mean, bankrupt, you know, I've done them all to yes. now we're financially stable, then we've never made over a hundred thousand. And so I want people to know it can, it's possible. And I'm not some big person in a stuffy suit making millions telling you this. I am you five years ago, you know? So that's, this is amazing. But I mean, that's is like <laughs> a great, like great positioning for your brand and for your story. And I think a lot of people will resonate with that. Right. And so I love that thought. And listen, your brain is going to do this. It's going to be like, nobody's going to like it. What if the product isn't good? Blah, blah, blah. All of the troll thoughts. Right. And you need yeah, to speak yeah. back to it. You need to go, I have a story to tell. I want to help people need my help. Like I want to try to help people. I, I don't want them to feel, you know, how it feels, you know, how they feel. Right. You're like, well, I don't want to leave them there by themselves. Yesterday, my breakthrough, one of my breakthrough moments was the one, no garbage thoughts, but two, the going online once a week for five minutes and doing the little thing. I'm like, that's, that's what I need to do. I just yes. need to get out and do that and give the little tidbit and it will eventually all add up to, I can make a course one day. Cause that's, you know, <laughs> you, yes, you absolutely can. Like, and it gets easier, the more kind of content you make. And that's why I have you guys start with just like five minutes. Right. Yeah. And eventually like, you'll be out there, you'll be live teaching 10, 20, 30, whatever <laughs> minutes. Right. So for you, I want you to just commit to like managing these little, your brain's giving you these sneaky little thoughts, right? Even about the bundle about, well, if I'm giving away for free, I can't make any money and they might not like it and all this stuff, right? But you just need to stay connected to your, you have a real purpose. I can hear it when you're talking about it, right? When you're like, I have a story to tell. Like, I was like, I believe her. Like she said that, like it was the truth. Like, yeah. And so you need to stay connected to that part of you, right? And, then I'll, and this is what I'll say. And I think you'll resonate with this, right? Because I can tell this is something very close to you that you care about a lot. And I always think there's the stuff that is like gross and bad and annoying that they are not going to like it and everybody hates you. I'm like, that is not my truth. And I know it's not my truth because it feels like shit, right? It feels, it feels bad. But when I think about, I have a story to tell, like, this is, this is something that is important. Like that feels true to you. So you wow. just remember that you remember, like when you start feeling like shit, that's just like that gremlin here. That's not your truth. That's just like your human brain sounding off, right? Just like old primitive brain stuff that has been passed down to us. But that's not like the truth. The truth is like in here, in your heart, right? And you okay. stay connected to that. And I think you will be fine, right? Don't get up here in all this chatter. Cause I think that's when you're going to get turned around. You just keep trying to help people stay connected to that story. Keep it simple. Okay. Yeah. And then when your brain offers you, the other thing I was going to say, when it offers you like question marks, right? Like you came on here and you were like, well, how am I going to make any money if I'm giving it away for free? What I always tell the mastermind is I'm like, answer that whenever your brain gives you like the big, scary question mark, like, what if it doesn't work? It's okay. Well, what does that mean? What if, what if it doesn't work? What does that look like? Like how, like, how could you make money if you were giving it away for free? I mean, you told me you were like, I'm going to make more products. Right. right? And that right now, because it's a, a budget planner. It's a printable budget planner is what I'm selling or, you know, or putting in these bundles. And then I do have a budget tracker spreadsheet that I've created that's $7. So my plan is when I get, they get on my email list, 
I'm going to email that tracker and hopefully sell some of those and build off of that. That's, that's the plan. There you go. Right. And look, we're probably going to have to try a whole bunch of different things. You're going to develop your expertise and your product line over time. We're not starting, like right. we're starting We're you said we're like, a, we're having a baby business, right? So something yeah. else I, I talk a lot about is let your baby business be a baby. Like we don't have a baby and you're like, why are you not in college yet, baby? <laughs> like, why are you not paying my bills? Right. It's, it needs to be nurtured and loved and let it grow. Let right, it be a baby. It's I not supposed to be supporting us yet. <laughs> Right. When I got a full-time job too. So that helps. <laughs> yeah, that definitely helps. Right. It's look, I've got so this. Can, I'm going to take do, care I, of you, baby business. I got you. I'm, I'm paying so for the bills. Right. I've had to take a step back and be like, I want to do a hundred things, but we're doing one thing at a time. And those other hundred things, like I like your 90 day plan, put it on the back burner. We'll look at it 90 days. Am I ready to do it yet? Okay. No, I'm going to do it in the next 90 days. Yes, so I, this is I like that. That's, the, that's yes. You guys can all take that. That's the process we do in the mastermind. You make your, I'm like, you don't have to make your plan forever, right? It's just 90 days. Just make a plan for what you want to focus on for 90 days. And then you test it, right? So if we're going to do Instagram or we're going to do TikTok and we're going to make some products, we're going to test it. We're going to look at that data at the end of 90 days and then make a new plan. And, and then whenever you guys have ideas about new stuff you want to do, or it doesn't go, you don't do it right now. It goes on your your list of things to look at for next quarter. You just follow your plan, right? right? And then look at your data, make business decisions based on the data, <laughs> not on what we think it is, right? <laughs> Our brains like it is all. I used to do this to my team all the time. It would make, drove my old assistant crazy. I'd always go, the podcast isn't working. Nobody likes the podcast. It's such a waste of my time. And she was like, the podcast literally grows every month. <laughs> this is not based on data. This is like your story about the podcast, but I never saw those people. Right. So when I'm live in the Facebook group or I'm in the mastermind, I see all of you, but I never saw the podcast listeners and I never went to look at the data. And so then my brain will be like, it's not working. Well, so you guys don't want to make business decisions based on that, right? You, you go 90 right. days, you look at the data, not on your story, right? About what is and isn't working based on data. And then you make your next 90 day plan. That's it. And you just keep, if you keep doing that at the end of the year, you guys will be somewhere with all this stuff. Does that make sense? Yes. I think yes. that you're killing it, right? You're, you got invited <laughs> to speak at an event and we've got some little products and we're, we've got ideas for bigger products right? You've got a lot of things working. Yeah. You just keep it moving. You let your baby business be a baby business and keep it moving. And eventually you'll get there with it. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I'll go back to just blogging for free. Like <laughs> yeah, look, let's make, let's make, you will figure out how to make some money, right? You will figure it out. You will. Yeah. I can tell. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming. It was great talking to you. Linda, are you back? Can you talk? Cause you sound good. I do have to go, but if Linda is here, I will coach her since she was having technical difficulty. Let me see if I can unmute you, maybe. Is she in the chat? Have you guys seen her come back? Okay. Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. Hey. I'm on my phone because my computer, I don't, I don't know what the deal is with it, but anyway. No, you're good. What can I help you with? I'm so glad we got it to work. So as I was saying, so I started out with Etsy because it's like a search engine itself. It was right. a simple way to start and um, there's not a whole lot you can do with dog health on there. Yeah. I can create, I can create guides, but with the research I've done, 
someone said, well, just dig deeper and and find other keywords. And but there's just only so much you can do there. So now I'm like, I was talking to someone and they say, well, you need to create a blog. I'm like, what? I was trying to avoid a blog. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so maybe that's the route I need to go. So I'm I'm looking into that. So I'm wondering how do I create content and then sell something related to that content that's good quality, but not because they always say your quality should be better than the blog content of what you're selling. Mm -hmm. The same topic. So how do you do that? Well, I, I think there's a couple different ways, right? So the blog content can be like written blog posts, but maybe they get, maybe you're selling like a consult with you and you make a custom plan for them or something, or maybe they get some kind of video, something teaching them how to do something. What, what is the problem that you're solving? So it's different things that has to do with dog health mm -hmm. and there's different tribute. There's different things people need. Like I created a dog health planner. I created a dog allergies ebook or how, how to identify. Actually, it's more like the concept was how to identify whether your dog has an allergy or sensitivity because there's, there's a difference. The response is different. And then I had templates in it to help them do a diet elimination, but I didn't sell any of them. Like I was, wow. in a, I was in an event that had over two, 250 people and nothing sold. And so I'm like, okay, well, what did I do wrong? <laughs> because my first thing sold that was in a bundle. I mean, that, granted that bundle wasn't as, well, I don't know. I don't know what people's email lists saw it, but the first item, the planner sold, but the, the ebook didn't. And it was a low cost ebook. It was $9. Well, why don't you just sell the planner then? And so... What do you mean just sell the planner? Well, if the planner sells and the ebook doesn't, why don't you just sell the planner? So just sell one product? I mean, I don't know. It's on well, I just there's a couple things, right? Like the ebook, you have to think about is is the product solving a problem people want to pay to solve? So what is the problem that the ebook solves? It says it was like allergies. Yeah, dog allergies, which is really high this time of year. Are people are people looking online to pay for that information? I thought they were, but maybe they're not. I don't know. I'm I mean, I'm just guessing. I'm just saying if my dog was having allergy problems, I think I would go on Google to look for information and I would potentially take him to the vet, but I don't know that I would be looking to pay online for that information necessarily, but this is me. I'm not saying that's the, ultimately the truth. I'm just talking this out with you. Right. Right. So it may be more of an affiliate thing, you know, like for supplements and stuff. So maybe I should just do more selling in the blog with products instead of a lot of my own stuff. I mean, I think but, you can do your own stuff. I mean, you said your plant people bought your planner. Right. It's a dog care planner. Yeah. So, I mean, you can sell that. I'm sure you can. And then the thought too, is if you made one product that people want to buy, you could probably come up with some other things that they want to buy. Right. Yeah. I guess my, my product problem is product creation. 
probably. <laughs> yeah. What, tell me more about your, your product creation problem. What does that mean? I don't know what to create next. Mm -hmm. I would try, this is the advice I usually give people that don't know what they want to sell, which happens all the time, by the way. It's not just you, probably half the people on this call don't know what they want to sell next. Okay. But my advice is always to, there's a couple of things. Like, first of all, I would help people for free and get them results and try to talk to them and see what are they struggling with? What do you guys need help with? I want to do like the mini workshops are good for this, right? You, those of you that are going to do the mini workshops, you can ask your people like, Hey, I want to do a mini workshop for you guys. What are you like struggling with? What do you need help with? And that also gives you like good potential product ideas. Right. And usually what I find is like people that are having product problems, or like, I don't know what to make It's They're not close enough to their customers. Usually it's kind of like they're here trying to figure out what these people want, but they're not actually talking to them or figuring out or connecting with them. So do you have an audience that you talk to regularly? That, or... I do. I have okay. 75. Okay. So I'm also having a hard time finding bundles until they happen because then they land in my, everybody's promoting them, so they land in my email. So I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. well, where did this come from? Because it wasn't on the resource that I was told to go to it wasn't there so where are people putting these out so i need to go i need to be involved in more bundles but then again you can't repeat a lot of them don't let you repeat content so i have to create content <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah bundle, for sure how i got the ebook created why i did yeah i think that's good though because you can use that ebook now as a bonus you can launch it and sell it when we get more people right it's maybe they didn't want it but maybe we just needed to sell it a different way right so you can practice selling it we've got it as a bonus i think it's good for you guys to have to create things we do it in the mastermind we do a, an event every quarter for them and the, the, one of the reasons i do that is because i know it makes them have to make something new and i'm like good because that's an asset you're going to have in your business forever right so i think it's good that you had to create the ebook and it, you're good you're going to have to create other things for bundles if you want to have a business we have to build these assets out right right so this is, you've got to get your brain on board with, I want to, my thought is I want to work hard at this. I want to create the things. I know it's going to be hard. And I, my brain's always, oh, it's too much work. We don't need to. And I'm like, no, I want to work hard at this. Right. I bust my butt to get things done. Someone said yeah, to me, let's do it. Work. I've never seen anyone work so hard and it's, well, I want to get it right. And I want to do a good job because I work with kids. It's like, I can't do things halfway, you know, that's and, and perfect for your business. Right. Cause it's like, yeah, it's not a problem for me to make a new product for a bundle. You can do that. You're a hard worker. Yeah, it's just figuring out what to produce. It took me two days to figure it out under high stress. I was highly stressed because I'm like, I got to get this done. There's a deadline, you know? Well, you've got to, the stress is, the stress comes from like your thinking. So deadlines don't jump into your body and create stress. No. The, the deadline is like neutral. It doesn't have any like meaning. So what do you make it mean when there's a deadline? Okay, I've got to get this done. There's there's lots of steps to getting the sequence created. There's there's you know, lots there's, of stuff I got to do, right? There's lots, lots of steps. Of yeah, yeah, lots of steps. How, do you think, how does it feel when you think about there's lots of steps and we have this deadline in front of you? Well, 
I don't mind it if I know what to do, but it's like product creation is like a really huge thing for me right now. It's because I have everything written down that I need yeah. to do. Okay, I have to do this, this, and this. I have a week to get this done or however, you know, however advanced notice I get, the less time I have, the more it's stressful. Yep. And so how, what do I create? That, that's my biggest, that's probably, I mean, creating a blog seems to be a big thing, but that's my biggest thing right now. Is well, you're not on a deadline right now, right? No, but I still don't know what to create. <laughs> so, well, yeah. why don't you, why don't you sit down? This is what I always tell people is just sit down, set a timer, come up with, I don't know, a hundred ideas and 99.9% .9 of them should be bad. They're going to be stupid. It's fine. You need to like start pulling things out of your brain to get it used to generating ideas. Well, the allergy thing was one because yeah. I deal, deal with it with my dog. And yeah. I did a diet elimination with my dog. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I know this is helpful because I've done it. Mm -hmm. So, because if it, it would be for someone who has dogs, uh, their dogs, if dog has allergies, they go to the vet, they can't fix it, which is typical. I see in blogs or in Facebook groups a lot because I've visited a few. I go to the vet, it's not working, or they're on this meds and they have these side effects, or that, you know. And they, they feel like nothing is happening to fix the problem. Well, I have a solution to get started on that. And that's yeah. what the dog diet elimination product was for. So it might be a, a positioning thing with this, like you talked about yesterday's video or yesterday's event. I don't know, maybe the title, I, I, that could have been an issue for it. I think there's the huge number of people was an issue for that one. So I just need to put it out to my list and. I would I test it some more, right? Like. I'm always like, oh, like if something doesn't work, I'm always like, oh, the messaging is off. Let me try a different way. Let me try selling it a different way. Let me, maybe the list wasn't warmed up enough, right? When people go to a free event, a lot of times they're not like ready to buy. They don't know who you are. Like you might need to nurture them for a while. So I'm okay. always like, oh, they can hang out for a while. Eventually they'll come to a free event. They'll buy then. I'm never like bothered about it. If people don't buy right away. Most of the people, well, they, yeah, they got a free event and Two of them, I think, bought the product. Someone bought something else and I was new at it and had problems with delivery. I haven't had a lot of, uns well, I have had a lot of unsubscribes. I started with 108 and I have 75. So, but I've kept people the last month or two. I haven't, I think I had one unsubscribe in the last month or two. So people yeah. are staying for the tips that I'm sending them every week. I do once a week because I knew I couldn't handle more than that and I didn't want to overcommit. No, that's fine. I think that's great. So we're emailing them once a week, right? Yep. They're liking the emails. That's so, all good. So the problem, it sounds to me like the problem we're having is like the being stuck about the products. We feel the product creation feels really hard. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. And then there's also like frustration about the bundles. Yeah, finding bundles is okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think finding bundles, it can be hard, right? Yeah, there's I one always, I was, Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you're well, fine. Were, I'm in a, a thing for 30 days I got from an event and everything is business related, it feels like. I, I'm in a niche that's not business related. Yeah. So is anything going to come up with this? to be worth it to stay in it you know it's probably not but 
Like yeah, but the business niche also has like way more competition. Like you don't have as much competition where you are. Yeah, I don't want to be in that. <laughs> you could be, well, you could do your own bundle or your own, like I have a somebody in my mastermind. She just does a freebie swap every Friday. So she finds other people in her niche, right? And she's, hey, if you send my lead magnet to your list, I'll send your lead magnet to my list. And every Friday she sends someone else's lead magnet to her email list. And she's, Hey, it's freebie Friday. Here's a great free gift for you. And then they send her freebie out to their list. And she does that every week. And then every three months she takes all those people and they go into her launch and then she sells her product and that's her business model. So another thing you could do is instead of like, you could do the bundles, but something you could actually like control is getting people, pitching people in your niche saying, hang on, I'll, it would have to be people that are small, right? That are around your same size, but it doesn't matter. There's other people starting, right? Yeah. And that might be like something you can actually control more, right? And do it regularly. What do you mean pitching people in my niche? So you would find what I, I would think about it, like other people that have your ideal clients on their email list. You're like, if I could just steal this person's email list, it'd be great. <laughs> right. And then you're going to email them and you're going to say, Hey, I'm going to, I will send your lead magnet to my email list. So you get new email subscribers from my email list. If you send my lead magnet to your email list. And then I'll get subscribers from your email list. So we both get new email subscribers and you send, what I'm saying by pitching is you just send them an email asking if they want to do that with you. You All see right. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So instead of a bundle with a whole bunch of people, you guys can just do like a freebie swap where you swap freebies with somebody else that talks about dog stuff that has other dog owners on their email list. Like blogs or Facebook pages. Facebook pages are a little harder. You don't know what they really have. Yeah. I mean, anywhere. And how Will do you, you know the, the quality is a concern? Right. But how would you know? Answer that. How would you know? Yeah, no, what are you concerned about with the quality and how would you know? Because I'm giving them my list. <laughs> you're giving oh, your, you're giving them your them. list, but they're giving you their email list. Yeah. So, so are you giving your email list or are they giving you yours, right? Swapping. Yeah. Yeah, you're swapping email lists. So you're both, you're both, but they're not leaving your email list if they go opt in no. for theirs. So you're not giving them away or anything. They're not going. No, I've done, right. Yeah. I've done promotions. Yeah. So. But I think that could be like a good lead gen strategy for those of you that want to do bundles and summits and you're not really wanting to do social media and you're not really wanting to blog, we got to get subscribers somewhere. Right. And that is a, a kind of good strategy that I've seen work, especially for people that aren't in business to business that are in business to consumer, like you are like, that's a good strategy to use is just find other people that have dog owners on their email list and say, Hey, I have this great freebie. Your email list is going to love it. All if you have a good freebie, Right? Would would you be willing to swap with me? And yeah. You're not going to this part. Are you ready? Most people are going to tell you no. <laughs> you're going to have to pitch a lot of people. <laughs> Probably that's okay. It's a numbers game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you just get in that mindset where you're like, most people are going to tell me no. I'm just going to pitch. I'm always like, anytime we do an event, 
we just pitch a hundred people and then most people tell us no. And then we pitch a hundred more people. And then most of those people tell us no. And we just keep doing that until we have the numbers that I want for the event. Does that help? Yes. Okay. And then for your products, like I would just come up, I would just set a timer every day and just ask yourself, it doesn't have to be a long time. Just set a timer for three minutes, pull out your little notebook and come up, see if you can come up with some ideas for products. You've just got to get in the habit of being someone who can, who generates ideas, right? And so we just want to start pulling those out of your brain. Okay. And you can come up with product ideas. You came up with your other product ideas. You can come up with some more. I would try to come up with some ideas and then outline them. So that way, oh, this would be an easy workshop or an easy template for me to make if I get into a bundle I already have the idea. I know what it's going to be. I know the title. You could you don't have to make the whole thing, but you could come up with the idea and outline it. And then when you get accepted, it's not such a big like burden. You know what I mean? Right. And I well, think and just I like- having a list like that would be good for you because you could just pick out of your ideas list what you want to do for that bundle. Yeah. Because I need any bonuses, you know, for the new people that opt in. And so it just gets to be kind of, overwhelming yeah it's overwhelming just because you haven't done it a lot right and it's probably there's a lot of learning curve of putting all this stuff together you just want to get your brain on board with yes like I was saying in the beginning right the learning curve in the beginning is steep that is real like you guys are having to learn email canva like recording video right you've never done any of this stuff before so it is a lot to learn all at once but then once you know how to make a product and you've made a few of them it's not going to be as hard right right and so it's okay this is going to be kind of hard and sucky i always i say the beginning part is i call it the suck i'm like you're in the suck it's going to kind of suck for a little bit but then it's going to get better i guess the more you do it yeah the more you do it right Like this, of course it's hard. This is, you know, sometimes our brains think like things should be easier. And I always say like, when we're arguing, like with reality, we just create more suffering. So when we were thinking like, oh, it shouldn't be this hard or it should be easier. I should be further along all that, all those types of thoughts do are create suffering for us in the present. I'm just like, yeah, of course it's hard. Like you're learning all these new things. It sounds very hard and frustrating. I'm more like the latter. I should already have this down. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I should. Yeah, but what if instead of thinking, oh, I should, I should already know this. I should already have this down. What if it's, yeah, I'm learning all new stuff. It's hard. I would just get your brain on board with we're learning new things and it's hard for this little bit. And I want to do it even though it's hard. And I want to do it even though it's frustrating. Right. And I'm not somebody else. I compare myself to somebody else and I shouldn't be doing that. I know. Mm-mm, no, because you're just creating more suffering. And I'm always like, it's hard enough. Like this shit is hard enough. You guys do not need to layer extra suffering on it. <laughs> just let it be hard yeah. learning, right? Let it be hard, like doing all these things. We don't need to be like, you know, and so-and-so is better than me and they have more subscribers and this and that. It's just let all that stuff go. The, uh, that stuff is optional, right? Right. Just be frustrated about that. It's taking a long time and you're having to learn new things and that's hard and just be frustrated about that. Does that make sense? I'm always like, you're not supposed to be further along. It's not supposed to be easier. It's not supposed to be happening faster. And the reason I'm saying that is not to be dismissive to you guys. It's because when you guys think those thoughts, they feel like shit. 
right? Yeah. Thinking like I should be further along, my business should be different. It shouldn't be like this. It's like all that does is just you're just arguing with reality and creating suffering, right? Yeah, I, I taking me longer to get out of my job. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, well, we're just making yourself more uncomfortable while you're doing it. Right. So it's, let's just look, this is what it is. It's hard and it sucks right now. And I'm on board with it being difficult right now. Cause I know it's going to get easier. I know I can do hard things, right. I right. know I'm gonna figure it out. That's a more useful place. I think for you to go right now. Yep. I, I get there eventually, but the yeah. process is painful. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, don't create more. I'm like, listen, everybody, this is not just for Linda. This is for everybody. Don't make, don't add extra suffering on this stuff. It is being an entrepreneur is hard. You're constantly figuring out things, learning things, making decisions. It's hard enough. Like we don't need to be adding suffering about, and the business should be further along and I should know how to do this and it shouldn't be like this. Right. And I just, a lot of times I just take myself to this radical acceptance place. Cause my brain is always like, everything should be different. I know how everybody should be. I, everything should be the way I think it should be. Everything is wrong. And I'm like, no, this is all how it's supposed to be. Like everything is how it is brain. Listen, our brains love to do that. Right. They're like, I for, I for sure should be happening faster. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, if it was supposed to be happening faster, it would be happening faster. It's just, it is what it is. And it's like that acceptance. I think it's, I'm not trying to be dismissive of you guys. I'm just saying like that acceptance for me has brought me a lot of peace on this journey of just, it's going to be as hard as it is. It's not supposed to be easier. It's not supposed to be faster. I'm not supposed to be making more money. It all is how it's supposed to be. And that's something that has been helpful. So I'll just offer that to you, but I think you got this. Just okay. keep it going one product at a time. Okay. I want you to come up with a little list you can keep in your back pocket of product ideas. So then when we get in a bundle, we're not starting from scratch. We already have some ideas outlined. We could pull out of our back pocket if we need to. Okay. You've, you've been very helpful. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming. I really love talking to you guys. I have to get off of here. I'm like losing my voice. I've been coaching all day. It feels if you guys want more help and coaching, you can find me in the mastermind. I'm doing a Q and a on Thursday. I'm going to put the link to like, put a question. It'll be like, you can submit your question ahead of time. So if you have something else, or if I didn't get to you on this call and you want to submit something, just look for the form in the Facebook group tomorrow. Okay. And the mastermind is open with the bonuses until Thursday. And the replay from last night is free until tomorrow night at midnight. So if you want to watch it and you want to get the notion board and you want to do it for free, make sure you guys go watch the replay. You can also upgrade to VIP if you want. It's 10 bucks and you get that and some bonuses and the replay from the thing. You get all of that for a year. So you don't have to watch it this week if you don't have time. So that is all available. All the links are in the group. You guys have been great. Thanks everybody who got coached. I really appreciate all of you. I appreciate you guys being here and spending time. I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Send some good vibes to me because I'm doing like dental surgery tomorrow and I'm very nervous. So y'all send me some like healing <laughs> vibes. I appreciate it. And I'll, hopefully I'll see you back on Thursday and everything will be fine. I hope you all have a good night. Bye guys. Bye.